93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And it is February 25th, Thursday. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, the chairs of Pennsylvania's State Senate Education Committee on Wednesday asked the Biden administration to waive this year's requirement for school standardized testing because of the pandemic. Senators Lindsey Williams and Scott Martin wrote in a letter that they understood the need to find out how much learning and what kind of learning children missed during the pandemic. But students also need some sense of stability before we thrust uh, additional stress on them in the name of determining what schools deserve more funding, they wrote to President Biden and Acting Education Secretary Miguel Cordero, uh, Cordona. Uh, Governor Tom Wolf's Department of Education is considering allowing districts to administer the Pennsylvania system of school assessments and keystone exams over the summer or in September when schools are expected to be back to educating children in classrooms rather than remotely. On Monday, the U.S. Education Department said it will not allow states to forego federally required standards testing in schools this year, but it will give them flexibility to delay testing or hold it online. The Biden administration said states also can apply to be exempted from certain accountability measures tied to the results. States will be allowed to move tests to the summer or fall, or they can offer shortened tests or online assessments. Forthcoming legislation to legalize marijuana in Pennsylvania announced Wednesday is believed to be the first with a Republican as an author, although it likely faces the same uphill fight against opposition from the the legis- uh, from the state legislature's GOP majorities. Senator Daniel Lawton of Erie and Sharif Street of Philadelphia outlined the proposal in a memo distributed to fellow senators. Lawton and Street said regulating it can improve public safety and better prevent minors from getting it while raising money for state treasury, boosting the economy, and ending the disproportionate enforcement of marijuana laws against black and Latino people. Governor Tom Wolf, a second-term Democrat, supports the legalization of marijuana, changing his position in 2019. Fifteen states have legalized marijuana for adult recreational use. In neighboring New Jersey, voters last last fall overwhelmingly approved a ballot uh, question to legalize it. And Governor Phil Murphy on Monday signed legislation to enact a recreational marijuana marketplace. A 17-year-old from West Philadelphia racked up over a million dollars in scholarships after applying to more than a dozen schools. Wow. Shana Robinson-Owens, yeah, applied to 20 colleges and universities. She's gotten into 18 of them, and almost all of them have awarded her a scholarship, adding up to over $1 million of scholarship money. The teen is a senior at George Washington Carver High School in North Philadelphia. Her family says she's always been a star student. They're not surprised that she got into all of these schools, but what they were surprised by was the amount of financial award uh, award letters that she's been receiving. I got a scholarship going into college and uh, the restrictions and criteria was very, very precise. I had to live in a particular zip code. Oh, whoa. I kid you not. I kid you not. Because they were building a facility there and the deal they made with the town was, was that, that you they would to... provide scholarships. Oh, wow. My yeah. God. Wow. So did you? I t- went. Of course. Oh. I actually found out about it after the fact. I was going to the school anyway, but I'm like, oh, <laughs> look, look at, at me getting a scholarship. Robinson Owens spent the last two years learning virtually because of the pandemic, something that's been a challenge for many students. While she's overcome that hurdle, her next one involves making the biggest decision of her young adult life, picking a school from a stack of acceptance letters. Shayna has to make her choice by May 1st. Wherever she decides to attend, she plans to major in psychology. In sports this morning. Saxon 
Just another guy on the show. commentary underneath there. I don't know what that was. The Flyers returned to home ice with a 4-3 win over the New York Rangers last night in South Philly. What? That's nice. No. (laughs) Yeah. Yay. Thanks, yeah, Tuna Lady. Like Cheering. <laughs> Sidelined for two weeks because of COVID-19 nice. protocols. Like <laughs> what is he saying? What did I say wrong? Random cheers from the background. Claude Giroux has three assists in his return from a coronavirus go. absence to lead the Flyers to the win. Giroux Ooh. led the Flyers with eight shots on goal and three points, and Brian Elliott took the win with 24 saves. The Flyers are off until this weekend when they'll play two games on Saturday and Sunday in Buffalo against the Sabres. The Sixers are back at home with the game against the Dallas Mavericks. The NBA released its schedule for the second half of the season, which will begin on March 11th for the Sixers with a game at home against the Chicago Bulls. Including tonight's game, the Sixers have only four games remaining in the first half of their season and continue to be in first place in the Eastern Conference with a record of 21-11. and 11. Tip-off is scheduled for 7 o'clock. And the Los Angeles County Sheriff says Tiger Woods was not drunk driving in the rollover accident that seriously injured the golf superstar on Tuesday, saying the single vehicle crash was purely an accident and charges are not not being filed against Woods. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks a bunch, Kathy. You know what's wonderful is by the time you finish news and I can see almost full-on sunrise, that's uh, that's a good sign. Yeah. Or, or at least daybreak, I should say. Sunrise is going to be in a little while. But it's nice and these warmer temperatures, man, it's just all oh, oh, points to positive things, man. I love it. I wore shorts today. I know. I saw <laughs> that. I think he, listen, I saw that. Winter shorts guy. I yeah. said it became winter shorts guy. I said, <laughs> what the hell? Short sleeve shirt, too. Short sleeve shirt. You're really, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, you're you're at the end of the show, I'm going to be in a thong. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? It uh, And it's, it, again, like I said, and somebody did a great poster, uh, a great little uh, meme of me in the, like a blizzard with my, my thumbs up in the yeah. shorts. But, um, I mean, I, it, there are I, I, the shorts are comfortable, and I realize, hey, on a day like today, it's not that bad, you yes. know? I saw kids getting off the school bus yesterday in just short sleeve shirts. I was yeah. like, wow. Well, okay, no, I got to cool. wear, yeah, for me, the core, my, you, that has to be warm, and then I'm good. Yeah, my extremities yeah. don't feel it as much, but I'm not I'm not at that level. Like I said earlier, going up to 47, it was like 55 degrees yesterday. It, it, it may have been warmer in some spots, but it felt really, really good. So uh, we're still in a good spot. Uh, we have a few things going on today. Uh, our good friend Adam Ferrara is going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight. So he's in town. I love hearing he's the that best. he's here. It yeah. sounds like the way it should be. Uh, so he's got shows today, or Friday and Saturday. Tonight as well. Oh, and, I'm sorry. Yeah, tonight, Friday and Saturday. And then uh, the early Saturday show is sold out at this point. So you want to want to get those tickets. Adam's just one of the best. So uh, we'll talk to him in the nine o'clock hour, and uh, we got other stuff to get to. We stuff. Got, uh, things to talk about and stuff to give away. So we'll do those uh, those two things. We're going to take a quick break. Come back in a second. I have a gigantic stack of entertainment stories to share with you, as well as a stupid question. So we'll get it going in just a moment. Make sure you hang with us this morning. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Did you know you can earn rewards just by shopping at Acme? Download the Acme mobile app and redeem your reward points for discounts on gas at participating Exxon mobile stations or for free groceries. Plus, get personalized deals and digital coupons that are just for you. Download the Acme app or visit acmemarkets.com to sign up and save. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. And the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
All right, so we're going to go with a stupid question, and we are going to give away a $100 Visa gift card for the correct answer. Um, I'm going to cover some of the Tiger Woods stuff. I know Kathy did in news, but I'm going to do a Tiger Woods question for the stupid question. How many times has Tiger been named the PGA Player of the Year? 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. How many times has Tiger Woods been named PGA Player of the Year? If you get it right, $100 Visa gift card is yours. We'll go through some birthdays while we're waiting for that answer. Today is Thursday. February 25th, and it is Samwise Gamgee's birthday today. Sean Astin is 49 years old. One of the most likable guys you could possibly encounter. Yeah. Just, to, just we've had him as a guest. Whenever we, even on a phone interview, whatever we're talking about before, if he happens to be listening, he'll run with that topic. Yep. And that's why he, he gave, I think, such a heartfelt performance in those movies. Because he really is sort of the... Kind of the moral guidance of everything. Yeah, yeah. We had uh, we have a picture of him in, in the hallway here, and I, I uh, when I as I'm walking by, I glance at it every now and then, and just remember how cool and straightforward he was when he came by. Here. How great was he in Stranger Things? Oh yeah. man, yeah. Oh, and what a lovable character too, man, I know. Bob. I know. I, don't wanna, I know. Bob. I know. Bob. You got to yeah. see it though. Bob. In order to uh, know what happened, but it's real. Man. Uh, Anyhow, uh, Sean Astin. Uh, he lives. <laughs> is uh, 49 totally fine. years old today. Uh, we also have actress Karen Grazel, and she played Mrs. Ingalls on Little House on the Prairie. She was pretty. She was pretty. I was, you know, in, yeah. because of her birthday today, I just looked up some information about her. And, uh, is she a mess? I've forgotten how attractive <laughs> she was. No, I mean, oh, I was yeah. just looking at the... Uh, she just had a, just a beautiful, a, shiny, pretty face. She was believable, too, and that she wasn't too glammed up Hollywood-wise. Right. Like, if you had Morgan Fairchild, it wouldn't have worked as well. Yeah, so she is 79 years old today. Uh, another beautiful woman, Taylor Leone. Oh. Uh, I was just watching over the weekend. I didn't watch the movie, but it was just, I was surfing around, and uh, Family Man Fa- I with happen- her and Nicolas Cage. To me, that's a holiday movie. That that's a go-to around yeah. the holidays. It's Caparazzi, yeah, and, yeah. and you know, it's kind of like uh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's she's great in it. Uh, Deep Impact, which um, is on every day at five o'clock. Uh, <laughs> she's in uh, Bad Boys, bunch of stuff. And uh, I think it's fun to, to watch her in A League of Their Own because she doesn't have any yeah. speaking role that's at what all. This music right. is from right. Yep. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. So she's one of the she's on the racing bells, I believe. Yeah. They have her in, in the first Bad Boys movie. She's sort of uh, she has the dark hair. She's sort of like punked out a little bit, right? She's hot. Yeah, yeah, really hot in that movie. She's fifty five today. Uh, Nancy O'Dell from Access Hollywood. We used to talk to her all the time. We did. She had she, like a, one of the long. We talked talking about giraffes yesterday. She had a like a model's neck. Yes, very much so. Beautiful woman, talented uh, journalist. She is fifty five today. Sally, Jesse Raphael. Oh, my God. Uh, Sally, with the red glasses, is 86 years old. She Um, was uh, used as a joke on the Goldbergs, Preston, where uh, 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 Adam was finding out about women and getting horny, and the picture of Sally, Jesse Raphael on the TV guide was enough to uh, stop it. (laughs) Wow. Well, she's that old? She's 86, yeah. Does she still wear the glasses? Anybody see her? She does. Yeah, she does. so, yeah. She had one of the most um, uh, awkward... Face procedures. She actually looked nothing like herself after she had a facelift. Oh, wow. really? Yeah. yeah, she was of a time when when there were a lot of daytime talk shows. Just yeah. a whole bunch of them. Ricky, Sally, Jesse, well. uh, uh, Jenny. Um, 
God, there was Tempest Bledsoe. Tempest Bledsoe. Was, uh, Gabrielle Cateras. But she was good, right? Yeah. Like, no, she, she, like yeah. her show yeah. did well. Yeah, yeah. It did well. Uh, there was uh, the gal from uh, Hairspray. Um, Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake had yeah. a show. Her, Ricky's was... Uh, she was Ricky. Yeah, she was like the female Jerry... Uh, not Seinfeld, Jerry Springer. Yeah. Uh, not as intense, but uh, yeah, there were a bunch of them. Well, Jenny... Uh, was it Jenny I'm thinking of? The, what were they? There was an actual murder. One of the guests after the show. Oh, it was, yeah, because... It was a, a homosexual... Yes. They had, they had a guy came on and professed a crush for another guy. Yeah. And on the show, it seemed like, it seemed wow. Fine. Okay. The guy he, was, he flattered. was flattered. Ended up turning around and killing the guy. Oh. Jenny yeah. Jones? Yeah. Is that who you're talking Jenny about? Jones. Yeah. That was yeah. it, yes. It was a big court case. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so Sally Jesse Raphael is 86 today. It's Carrot Top's birthday today. Hey! Carrot Top, <laughs> the prop comedian... Boy, talk about messing up your face. I was just yeah. to talk about plastic surgery. <laughs> but I loved his prop stuff. I mean, I, I know that there's, a, there's a stigma yeah, against the prop comedians, but he of all the prop comedians, him and Amazing Jonathan were the best. Well, I think Greg, we were talking about how Greg Giraldo had some great, yeah. so Carrot Top was on one of the daises of a roast, and Giraldo goes, Carrot Top. What the F has happened to you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, he, uh, I'm with you, Case. Yeah. Some of the stuff I absolutely cracked up at. He's 56 today. Uh, Rashida Jones. Love her. Uh, the Office. Parks and Recreation. Angie you, Tribeca. Have you, have you guys watched that? What is it? Angie Tribeca. No. The, she's, it's so, think, Naked Gun. Oh, really? Style Slapstick? comedy. Yeah. Okay. Like the, the, the canine dog, like, uh, you know, the cop has its... Like a personality, like okay. they, they treat it like a regular officer. Yeah, he like drives, drives, and, you know, yeah, he yeah. sits at a desk, and yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, I love you, man. She's so great in that. Uh, and let us not forget, daughter of Quincy Jones and Peggy Lipton. She is forty-five today. That's right. And last birthday, somebody who was in the entertainment news yesterday, Chelsea Handler celebrates her birthday. She just sold her house for like two point three or ten point three million bucks. Um, but, um, yeah, she's doing just fine. She's uh, 46 years old today. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to the stupid question. How many times has Tiger Woods been named PGA Player of the Year? And we will go to Angie. Good morning, Angie. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful. Angie, how many times Tiger Woods uh, PGA Player of the Year? 11. You're correct. 11. One moment, Angie. Hang on the line. Oh, man. I said the wrong prize. Hang on. I said the wrong prize. Yeah, that's the lesson question. Um, So I'm giving her a Blu-ray combo pen. Can I do that? Yes, you can. Of course. And she wins in this deal. Yeah. Okay. I think secretly, and I sensed when she responded, Preston, she was not happy with the original prize. Well, we we lost her on the phone. Well, then that makes everything that much easier. Yeah, she thought she was getting that other prize. Uh, Well, somebody's getting a Blu-ray combo pack of The Croods, A New Age. Uh, This worked out well. We'll fall in love with The Croods, A New Age, with two all-new shorts and certified fresh and rotten tomatoes. It's uh, 100% joy from start to finish, and it's available now on Blu-ray and DVD. Also available on digital. We'll do the hundred dollar gift card later on. Uh, Visa gift card. I was going to say we watched that movie, and I was. I think she's going to really enjoy it. It was a great movie. You, right. In fact, you came in the, the day after and said that was a hundred dollar watch. That- <laughs> she slapped the C yeah. note down on the counter and yeah. said, "Yeah, I, I think I owe this. someone a hundred bucks." That's <laughs> yeah. how good this was. Yeah. Tuna lady approved. Like I said, we're going to start with this uh, about uh, Tiger Woods during a Facebook Live chat. Los Angeles County Sheriff Alex uh, Villano- uh, Villanova said, or we finally got Villanova. one. Villanova, oh. Villanueva, Villanueva. Okay. Yes, said that uh, Tiger Woods won't be facing any charges for the crash that happened on Tuesday, as Kathy had reported earlier. 
Um, he was uh, driving on Hawthorne Boulevard, lost control of his vehicle. On Tuesday night, it was reported that uh, he was awake and responsive after undergoing emergency surgery on his legs. Uh, he released an official statement to his Twitter account saying that he suffered uh, <laughs> comminuted open fractures yeah, affecting I, both the upper and lower portions of tibia and fibula. I looked that up yesterday, Preston, because I didn't know what it meant either. Yeah. It's, it's just multiple fractures, but okay. it's, um, uh, some, like, uh, sometimes the bone splinters, so right. it's, it's really serious. Uh, his ankle was shattered as well. I was reading another report this morning saying that the likelihood of him returning to his career, the way it was, is pretty slim at this point. I mean, he, he doesn't mean was, he can't, but it's unlikely, right? He was recovering from yeah. a, a back, a, a disc procedure that he had done already. He's already, he's had knee problems. He's had back problems for a while. And this, you know, is not going to bode too well for him. But he's, I mean, he's, oh, he's one of the legend. greatest he, of all time ever. Not a problem. Could, could still play in like senior stuff, right? Yeah, if it yeah. Was exhibition. But I, un- I understand his his type. You know, yeah, he, yeah. he has the mentality he's that, alpha. He, that he wants to be the greatest yeah. that ever picked up a, yeah. a club. Right, right. And he still needs a few more things to do to achieve that, I think. Do you think he has the, I mean, listen, we don't know how extensive and what the physical rehab is going to be. Yeah. But he, they were counting him out before with all the back yeah, stuff and he, yeah, came, and back. he came back yeah. so you know we'll see it would be an amazing story if he did if he was able to come back and win a few more tournaments so we'll see what happens uh the third spider-man film between sony and disney's marvel on board will be called spider-man no way home uh this comes courtesy of star tom holland who had been teasing fans along with zendaya and Jacob uh, Batalon for days. Do you realize how close they were to No Sad Bro? No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man No Sad Bro? (laughs) Yeah. That would have worked out perfectly. Uh, Previously, Zendaya joked that it would uh, be titled Spider-Man Home Slice, (laughs) while Holland and Batalon claimed that it would be uh, Spider-Man Phone Home and Spider-Man Home Wrecker, respectively. Um, And there was a fun little video. Yeah, we have the audio. Uh, Where they're walking out of the office and... Uh, he reveals that the higher-ups won't tell him what the title was. Because he slipped a few times. Well, yeah. and this is why they uh, they rib him on that. All right, so? Gave us a fake name again. Again. Yeah. I just don't understand why he keeps doing this. You don't understand? Really? I feel like it's pretty obvious yeah. to spoil things. I don't spoil thing. things. The thing name is, me one cool. thing that I've actually spoiled. The last movie title. You said the last <laughs> movie title. <laughs> you, you did, so... Uh, no Way Home will drop on December 17th. I was watching the second one last Excellent. night with him. That, that He's great. The supporting players are great. Uh, that whole, uh, the synergy between them, yeah. it's wonderful. Yeah, the kid who calls him Penis Parker. Yes. He's in Servant. He is in Servant. He is the, uh, the, oh, yeah. the sous chef. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he played uh, Flash right. uh, in yeah. those movies. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, it's a good bridge post-Endgame, too, because they, they totally address, I mean, spoiler, what happens yeah. with Tony at the end of Endgame, and and they he mourns his loss, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk Kim and Kanye for a minute. Speaking of mourning losses. God, I was missing this. Uh, an insider <laughs> tells people that the pair are in agreement on joint and physical custody. And because they have a prenup agreement that neither is contesting, they are close to an agreement overall. The source tells people of their split they have a different vision of the world and how their kids should be raised. Kim will always support Kanye and his causes and encourage him uh, with their kids, but her future with work, family, and life in general is strictly up to her. She makes it happen. Uh, Kim will continue with her projects, and so will Kanye. Uh, what they want in life and for their kids doesn't always match. Well, that can that can cause some issues down the road if that that is the case, but we'll see. Kim appears to be embracing her single status, by the way. Uh, uh, so she's been, they've hinted that she might be with a few people, but uh, she's 
so far, not claimed any. No, Boy, she was yet. spotted out, though, at uh, Matsuhisha in uh, Beverly Hills with her sister and girlfriends. The insider said she was with Courtney, her old assistant Stephanie, and a few other girlfriends. She was wearing a seafoam green skin-tight dress with a diamond cross on. Was it a skimoji? No camera crew or anything, but security was nearby and no wedding ring on her as well. So, yeah, of course, well, she's filing for divorce. She doesn't have to wear that anymore. Now, speaking of Courtney, she and Shanna Mokler. Have declared war on each other on social media. Oh, this is going to be nothing. Courtney is dating Mokler's ex, Travis Barker, and the inevitable comparisons of their physical assets have emerged, courtesy of trolls on social media. Mokler threw the first punch last week by liking a catty comment about Kardashian's looks in comparison to hers on social media. No, she didn't. Kardashian responded with a post on her site, which is called Poosh, by the way, (laughs) and said, it's no wonder we've made a daily or several times daily or even our habit of checking in our exes and our exes' exes, their new lovers, friends, acquaintances, and so forth. It's not healthy. It's not helping us move on. And unfortunately, it's all too easy. So most then responded on Instagram story with a quote saying, stop complaining about your life. There are people out there dating your ex. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I tell you, this story makes me die a little quicker. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, so, But it will be fun uh, to watch them go at each other if that does indeed happen. So uh, keep your eyes on Poosh, okay. Poosh for the so- next uh, installment. Uh, who is the girl? When you say Shannon Mokler, I know she has the association, obviously, with Blink Blink One Eighty Two. Right. Who is the porn star that's on the cover of Blink One Eighty Two? Shannon Mokler. An- no. Is it Janine? Janine. That's um, Garofalo. Linda Muller. Linda Muller. Yeah, Linda Muller. Yeah. Muller. Yep. She's a she's she's hurting a little, these days. Right? She is hurting. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. She has, uh, I think she had an addiction issue. All right, yeah. because... And there was also a uh, custody issue right. she was going So to. that's who I was thinking of when you were talking about Shannon, and then Nick pulled up... Um, Shannon's like a real housewife. Uh, she's pretty, man. Really? Yeah. Okay. Really? She's really pretty. She's uh, Nick pulled up her uh, her Instagram, and I was like, oh, oh, okay, she's, oh, not, oh. she's not haggard. She's right. like... A, Actually, really beautiful. Yeah, she looks. Uh, she looks very Kardashian esque. Actually, yeah. Uh, if you take a look at uh, well, they, the way she's they chase them out of the town, Preston. If yeah, they're doing well, all right. So, speak, let's stay with the family for a moment. Chloe oh. is responding to fans once again, accusing her of a Photoshop fail. <laughs> this time for her elongated appearance in the latest Good American campaign. Uh, her fingers apparently look really long. Like, what's wrong with that? Uh, she, <laughs> she said, ha. Super hot. Uh, ha, I am cracking up. <laughs> For a few of those GA photos we shot on a camera lens that creates a stretching effect. The closer the object is to a camera, they will get elongated. So in some of my photos, my feet and fingers look incredibly long. Not to worry, I still have normal size hands and fingers. When we finger blast, we oh finger God. blast. Uh, the Good American co-founder tweeted in self-defense. So, uh, yeah, I guess maybe something that's a bit of a fisheye, you know, that kind of causes those oh, outer yeah. edges to look longer. I'm not really sure. But. Yeah, on my home planet, when we finger blast, we can actually tickle your duodenum. <laughs> your duodenum? <laughs> All right. It's how far in it goes. What's the duodenum? It's the uh, little uh, punching baggy thing. 
Oh, that, that was your uvula. Yeah. The punching the punching bag thing. Uh, I had a friend one time. We took a picture together. We were at a roller skating rink. We were at our, kid, our, our kid's birthday party. And she, she took the picture. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's a good picture. And then she edited it, right? She uh. did some editing on it. And she sent it to me. And I was like, "Are did I look? that terrible yeah. that you needed to edit it so whatever she did to like herself and and me it it elongated the photo but it made my hands yes look tiny and stumpy at like the bottom of like a really long arm I'm like, are, so, you, like, are you kidding with this she didn't even like she didn't even see the the hand she must have been looking you know at herself and not my picture it is like we're looking at the picture it's, it's an it's an effect it's the lens it looks ridiculous oh, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, got yeah, long okay. talent she looks like slender man yeah exactly yeah it, it looks like some kind of slight fish eye or something like uh, that. but uh wow. yeah preston have you ever been in a picture with someone who's really addicted to the um to the photoshopping and, and apping before it goes out, and you end up with a collateral damage yeah. to that? I have not, no, but I know that Kathy's story. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Have you had I, it I have not, thankfully, okay. yeah. but I know of people who have had, and they're like, what did they do to me? Yeah. But Kathy, I, I still want to use your pretty filter, a picture of me. Oh, yes, uh, we remember? have to do that, yes. So do you have it right now? In a little bit. Yeah, Can we? let's make sure we do that this uh, morning, yeah. because I'll take pictures. Kathy looked like... Um, <laughs> She looked like a mannequin behind the I wheel. I told the story on the air, right? Did no, I... you did not. Oh, I did. So no. I, I said, what are these girls doing? Like, what are these filters, these apps that they're using? I want to see one. So uh, a friend of mine sent me one. She goes, try this one. It will make you look like a completely different person. And okay. I took a selfie. I was showing somebody um, that I bought this hat. So I have a right. hat on and I took a selfie and I sent it to her. So, it, you know, it was a, a decent picture. You know, I was like good enough that I sent it to a friend of mine. Right. So I used that picture. Well, now, like, it's like night and day. I look like a grandma. I'm like, I can't believe I sent that picture out to somebody. <laughs> well, After using the app and all these filters that go into it. But you can see why they become addicted to it. It what, made me look like a Barbie. Yeah, but once right. once you get, they don't, after a while, after they've sent out three or four pictures that way and they like the way they look in that, and then they have a regular picture. It's such a dramatic difference between the way you really look and the way the app made you oh look. Oh, my God. Well, that's what I mean. And the picture that I yeah. that I felt okay sending to a friend, right. I then looked back and was like, I look like my grandmother. Right. And then you become committed to that filter. Yeah. And you, and you know the, the dilemma that's arisen because of that, Preston. Uh-oh. People going to their plastic surgeons, yeah. showing them the app result and saying, make me that. Yeah. It's yeah. impossible. Exactly. All right. We'll try that out in a little yeah. bit. Uh, let's move on to this. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is to be honored at the Halloween uh, Hollywood Critics Association with a Trailblazer Award at the fourth annual HCA Film Awards on March 5th. Uh, according to the chairman, Scott Menzel, he said, Dwayne Johnson epitomizes everything our Trailblazer Award stands for. He goes above and beyond on many things in the world that actually matter and uses his voice to do good in a time most needed. I, I like him. He's He is a, a juggernaut. And I don't know if you've had the chance to check out his uh, his sitcom, uh, Preston. No, which not is at Basically, all. it's young Sheldon, but the story of his yeah. life. Uh, Ric Flair was on the... Shut not, up! Not oh, Ric no, Flair, no. but oh, a, a guy playing, playing Rick Flair. young Ric Flair in the ring because uh, uh, The Rock's father was right. a... Uh, a wrestling star, yes. so you have Young Iron Sheik, and if you are in, even remotely a fan of that time of wrestling, you got to yeah. watch the show. Uh, I'm waiting for when he is eventually going to segue into uh, doing straight drama stuff because it's eventually going to happen. I think he's going to be like a Will Smith who started off doing kind of comedy and action stuff, and then all of a sudden started heading down this dramatic path. Remake 
Philadelphia, I mean? but be completely buff throughout. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, instead of uh, withering. <laughs> right, and, right, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you'd have to have a role that could allow you to be the size of a Buick. Yeah. All right, so let's see. Sasha Baron Cohen will no longer play Borat, he told uh, E.T. Here comes E.T. again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he said, "Are you gonna you gonna, gonna play Borat some more?" So he is. We like Borat on our planet. He said it got too dangerous. Borat is what we call an especially oily bowel movement. What? <laughs> I just took a wicked, a wicked Borat. Borat. <laughs> it's bubbling. Oh my god. Uh, he said of filming the first two movies, uh, there were a couple times I had to put on a bulletproof vest to go yeah. out and shoot a scene, and you don't want to do that too many times in your life. I was pretty lucky to get out this time, so no, I'm not doing it again. I'm going to say uh, stay with the scripted stuff. Plus, you have a hard time doing that after a while when people become They're, so familiar with your character, you can't pull them over. You they're know? on to you. And, and to yeah. be honest, the things I liked least about those movies are when it feels like someone is really just sort of being taken advantage of. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes he will victimize people. And and I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, right. He did that in, not in the Borat movie, but in uh, in a particular, he had a show on HBO or Showtime yeah. or something like that. And, Ali and, G? Yeah. No, it wasn't Ali G. It wasn't that. It was actually later, after he had right. established himself. And, you know, these people invited him into his home. And yeah. I was like, oh, you're kind of being a dick. Uh, he did do something in the movie that I thought was A, hilarious, and B, like super duper ballsy. It was when he had gone to some sort of a rally and he jumped up on stage and started singing this song. And at first people were like cheering him on. And then people were like, wait a second, what's going on here? And he basically got chased off of the stage. But what people didn't know is he hired, he was in charge of security for this, you know, so he had paid for the security. They didn't realize it. So after he had gotten chased off, they brought, um, news cameras in and he came back as a different character as a news person after he had already gotten chased off essentially Uh i was like that is that is balls right there all right so on to this story home improvement zachary ty Bryan was sentenced to probation after pleading guilty to two felony counts of strangulation on tuesday he's had he was the oldest son on the on the show on uh, home improvement yeah and president this is not his first time with this sort of stuff Uh, according, uh, to, let's see here, Lane County District Attorney, uh, in Eugene, Oregon. Uh, we have to. Uh, uh, they said in a statement, um, he was sentenced to thir- Eugene! 36 months of bench probation <laughs> with conditions of probation, including the program's bridge to safety and no contact with the victim as well as Eugene! the other standard conditions. <laughs> The other standard conditions in a domestic violence setting. Uh, they continued uh, saying, while Mr. Bryan was charged with additional crimes, including two Class C felonies, it is in the interest of the closure for the victim and in recognition of the backlog of cases we have due to COVID-19 restrictions that we uh, that make me believe this resolution is in the interest of justice. He, he's, he's a scumbag. Yeah, he, he really is. You know, John, I saw a picture of Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I think he was on TikTok. That was a, a picture. It was a video. His head is completely shaved. You'd never recognize him. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. All right. On to the streaming services. Uh, there's yeah. more. I got I, furious. I, and I have a lot to to, yeah. to add about this particular service. So it's called Paramount Plus is a new one. And here's what I, I, I'm having a hard time understanding because it says here. And, and by the way, they're going to bank on legacy brands including MTV, Nickelodeon, BET, Paramount and CBS. So it's all a lot of stuff to pull from. So maybe you can answer me this question. 
they're talking about CBS All Access. Exactly. That's uh, what so I don't if know. You have so CBS, I got you. Yeah, do you ha- do you automatically have this if you have CBS All well, Access? Well, it says here in the story, Paramount Plus launching March fourth March fourth in the U.S. Can, can in Canada and Latin America is rebranding of CBS All Access. So I was because I have CBS All Access. As do I. Yeah. In case you does. You remember I re- I swore I'd never get it. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you guys. I, I know. I was, but I, was, just, I know. I know. We're laying the groundwork. I was talking to the people from CBS. <laughs> Your CBS All Access will become okay. Paramount Plus. So the app itself that is already on my TV will all of a sudden just change one. Day. I don't necessarily know like, about poof, that. Just like that. But whatever you are, whatever handle you have for for CBS All Access will be ported over to Paramount Plus. Well, so do your you name, get name and password? We'll we'll go over, and your account will continue. Your account will, right, will transfer over there. Do you okay. get all of the new sundry uh, uh, yeah, additions? Yeah, essentially, if you look at your your account on CBS All yeah. Access. With the exception, I think, of Paramount, like, all of that stuff is on there. Right. MTV, Nickelodeon, BET, like, all of that stuff, they're they're all E-T. on there already. Not E.T., but B-E-T. B-E-T. Um, Same, man. I'm B-E-T. <laughs> so, on, yeah. So, uh, and they're just going to add all the Paramount library to mm. that. Okay. So, it'll cost you nine ninety nine a month for the premium commercial free tier, which is the same at price as CBS All Access. If you want to do the ad supported, it's four ninety nine a month or a dollar less than CBS All Access. So, uh, some of the titles um, include Frasier. Dr. Frasier Crane is officially coming back. Kelsey Grammer is confirmed to reprise his role yeah. as the Seattle psychiatrist turned radio host in a reboot of the long comi- long running comedy. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, and I'm it happy will be on that. Paramount Plus. Yeah, I'm definitely, yeah. I'm a boy. I love that show. From the writers of How I Met Your Mother and Life in Pieces, and Grammer had been leading the efforts to revive the series uh, for a while, for the last couple of years. Now, they didn't reveal any other talent. They have talked to David Hyde Pierce, but there's no word on whether or not he will come back or not. But they need him. He's they great. need the bulldog. They, right. they need uh, um, Daphne. Yeah. Uh, the, the dad, John uh, um, Mahoney. Mahoney passed away. He's, so he's yeah. out, right? I think he's out. Um, so what's confusing to me about this is the that was a, that was an NBC show. That was an NBC show. All right, but on on Peacock, which is essentially the NBC uh, streaming platform. They have like two and a half men. Well, what happens is different houses produce different movie, uh, different television uh, companies produce it, and then it ends up on a, a different network. So, so the production company owns it, I uh, guess. Well, like for example, NBC owns Paramount. Uh, no, you, NBC owns Universal. Uh-huh. But so that that's a, that's a product. Like at the time, Frasier was produced. I don't know if it was produced by Paramount and ended up on NBC. Right. Or what the story well, is. At the but, end of end of Jeopardy every night, it's a CBS production, except right. that it airs on ABC. ABC oh. yeah. Casey, uh, Cheers, and uh, you, you and I love Cheers. Uh, Cheers is no longer on Netflix, so I went searching for it on Peacock the other night. But you have to pay for Peacock in, in order to watch Cheers. However, you can go to Hulu and watch Cheers, which is a CBS production, even though it's now on Hulu, but you can watch it for free with commercials. I say no to Paramount Plus because I've had enough of them at this point. No! Do any of you guys have uh, Peacock or yeah, use it? So if you when, have Xfinity, you have Peacock. Okay, yeah. I don't have Xfinity, yeah. and, and I have the free app for Peacock. But for me, it's not about the, the pricing on any of it anymore. It's just the, there are too many choices. Mm-hmm. And, and I just that's where I get overwhelmed by all of it. I don't want this many choices. But I need you know to what they do, Nick? And, and this is what happens in Casey and everybody. Everybody in this room and all of you. Uh, what they do is they'll come along with that. For you, Preston, the stand, CBS All yeah, Access, yeah. Mm-hmm. was the bait. And That's they it. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And and so that for me it was the the Star Trek stuff on CBS All Access, and they got me. Yeah. 
I am frustrated, Nick, because all right. So it's the Apple I described. Well, the so Apple. Disney Plus I belong you to. You Apple. Uh, Hulu I belong to, and then they do this bundle. So like now, and I just found out this. So I've got this bundle, and in the bundle, you've got the, a bundle. I've got a bundle, and in the bundle, I pay for one bundle price. I get Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN. Okay, Hulu. Hulu. This morning, I get a, a, um, a notification that uh, my Hulu um, uh, just got charged. And I yeah. just paid. To, I'm like, well, hang on a second. I thought Hulu was in my Disney Plus. Right. What's going on here? Am the I chocolate's that, in my peanut Am butter. I paying Hulu's that? Hulu's in my Disney Plus. And, but I was assured that it would everything be ported over. I know. And then also, so Peacock. Because I have Xfinity, I'm supposed to get Peacock, but I can't. But one on, on my you're going through what a lot of people are going through, and that's that's a standard thing. Case it get it becomes so complex that you almost have to conduct a forensic analysis of what you're paying for. Paying they're for not twice. making it easy they're not, for me. Why do you think that is? This is yeah. mother so effing bull ass. Yeah, so it's, they can keep getting the money. You almost have to do like an elimination diet with these things. Like you, you get, do get rid of some and of like them. rebuild your your deal yeah. from the ground up. And and because because there are so many choices, and it ends up costing just as much as you're paying for cable in the first place. I know for a fact I'm replicating at least two or three subscriptions. Of course. All right, I have more things all right. involving all of this. Yay. So, uh, Rugrats, uh, the entire voice cast of the original series will be reuniting for an animated revival that will debut on Paramount Plus this spring. Uh, the new CG animated series will bring back all of the iconic characters, including Tommy Pickles, Chucky Finster, Angelica Pickles, Susie Carmichael, and Phil and Lil Deville. Were you kids? In, were your kids into this? Not that. No, they no. really weren't. No. Um, so, but but it was insanely popular on Nickelodeon. Uh, Paramount Plus shared a first look at the revival on Wednesday with a clip featuring Chucky and Angelica. Uh, Rugrats premiered in 1991 and ran for nine seasons over 13 years, and the franchise also has three theatrical releases. I was uh, motioning to Nick. The oh. sun is blaring off of a... Uh, oh, I, did, I thought Casey needed to speak. All right, so now we're moving on to Disney+. Plus. Uh, they announced a slew of release dates uh, during Wednesday's TCA presentation, setting spring and summer premieres for... Loki, Star Wars, The Bad Batch, and more. So Loki, the third of Marvel's live-action Disney Plus shows, will premiere on June 11th. It's slightly later than its originally announced premiere of May. That's a day before your anniversary and a day before my birthday. That's, you're right. So oh that, it's just Could in time. Could not be better. Could not uh, be better. Tom Hiddleston will once again reprise his role. The cast also includes Owen Wilson. I don't know who he, he will play. What if he's just playing Owen Wilson? That'd be great. Wow. <laughs> You've got big horns on your head. Uh, and a bunch of people I don't recognize the names of. Ow. Uh, Gook. <laughs> this is my brother. Wow. Ow. Ow. Wow. So, uh, Gugu Mbatha Rao will be in it, or Raw. Uh, Sophia DiMartino, uh, Wunmi Mosaku, and Richard E. Grant with Kate Heron as a director. Uh, Disney Plus also set dates for several new series, including John Stamos's basketball show, Big Shot. John Stamos. <laughs> Tony Hale's mystery series, The Mysterious Benedict Society. Uh, the Pixar spinoff, Monsters at Work. So I guess uh, we're going back to the Monsters, Inc. Cool. Well, uh, which is great. Yeah. Will Billy Crystal be voicing? Uh, don't know. Haven't seen anything about that yet. Uh, Josh Stamos. Josh Peck's Turner and Hooch reboot. And Chippendale Park Life. Uh, so those are things to look forward to down the road. 
All right, uh, let me see. Uh, I know I have at least one more quick story. Yeah, let's go with this. Um, Bruce Springsteen, the federal prosecutors dropped their charges accusing Bruce of operating a vehicle under the influence and driving recklessly. We kind of thought this had some weird aspects to it because the alcohol level didn't seem to be that high. But It, it was, it was .02, yeah. which is under the legal limit of .08. So. And it was more that he was drinking where, he, where drinking was prohibited, correct? Uh, yeah, so he apparently pleaded guilty on Wednesday to charges of imbibed alcohol despite knowing it was prohibited. Uh, he appeared in a virtual appearance in New Jersey federal court admitting, I had two small shots of tequila. Yeah, I can't get this cat picture off the screen here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a kitty cat. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah. Bruce's voice coming out. Look at the cat's mouth moving when you do that. Look at that. Meow. Yeah. Daddy, come look at this. Uh, before I'm se- a kitty cat. Before sentencing, uh, Bruce had to pay five hundred dollar fine plus forty dollars in uh, court fees. But he is uh, <laughs> they've they've waived it. Look at this court sketch artist rendering of uh... <laughs> Bruce. Dear God. Yeah, he's got large ears in yeah. this uh, particular one. All right, so we're gonna do the clips now. Let's begin with this. In Behind Her Eyes, a single mom enters a twisted world of mind games after beginning an affair with her psychiatrist boss while secretly befriending his mysterious wife. And in this clip, Tom Bateman discusses the backstory that he gave to the cheating boss. Here we go. Yeah, I don't think you can ever approach a character thinking he's a villain. You've always got to think, even if you're playing the worst kind of person, you've got to think, well, what made him that? No one's born evil. No one's born bad. Um, it's all perspective and, and and them reacting to the world that they're born into. I don't give a f- uh, Behind Her Eyes is now streaming on Netflix. Here's the next clip. <laughs> Tell Me Your Secrets follows a trio of characters, each with a mysterious and troubling past, who are pushed to the edge as the truth about their past and motives become murkier. And in this clip, writer Harriet Warner talks about finding the perfect location to film the show. Here it is. I wanted somewhere where nature felt incredibly powerful. The show is about our natures, but I also wanted it to work on the level of of a physical nature. And I think you have a sense that nature is always threatening and without being reductive, those levees are always threatening to break. And I think that worked amazingly for those characters. Yeah, yeah, big whoop, no one cares. So Tell Me Your Secrets is now streaming and that one's on Amazon Prime. Forgot about it. Is anybody watching we didn't that? even mention that in that last uh, streaming discussion. No, I'm not watching it. You? I, I, I have, I'm not. I've heard good things about it. We're watching the clip here, the trailer in the uh, in the uh, studio. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've heard some good things about it. I it almost, sounds like something Kathy might be interested no, in. I, I haven't watched it. Yeah. yeah. I almost don't consider Amazon Prime a streaming thing because it's already paid for because we're all Prime members anyway. Yeah. Without, you know, like it, it, if they didn't have a streaming platform, I think, you know. We would all be prime members. It's like anyway. value added, yes. Right. That's the way to do it. Yeah. All right, there you go. So uh, gotten your entertainment report for today. Uh, we're going to take a break. Adam Ferrara will be joining us. He's in town tonight, Friday and Saturday at Helium Comedy Club. So we'll spend some time chatting with him in the 9 o'clock hour. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Why do you ask? Foo Fighters. Van Fleet, Chris Stapleton, New Music, more.
Forum, everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. Uh, we're going to get Adam Ferrara on a little bit later, but in the meantime, I am starving. Are you guys uh-huh. hungry? Because we can, uh, we can find a spot for you here. President's package, that means it's time package, and that's time for the connoisseur. <laughs> that is it correct. Puckish, but that'd be hockey reference. Actually, I have, you know what, Twash. I have a hat. I have a connoisseur nice. hat. Yep, Woo! hat. Right the connoisseur actually has a chef's hat. Yeah. That's uh, monogram, too. Hang on. I don't, think, I don't know if it'll fit over my headphones, though. Oh, man. Uh, just keep it there, Connoisseur. It looks pretty damn good. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I got to pull it down a little it bit. It looks damn good. Here, press look over here. You got a camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. It's like when uh, Carson would put on the Carnax, you know, hat and all that stuff. It's a little off-center. Is that no, okay? it works great. It looks great. It looks it sexier that yeah. way. Uh, I have to take, uh, I have to thank uh, <laughs> Tank. I no, 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 I'm just laughing at the fact that you're wearing a chef's hat. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you want me to stretch it out with my head? No, it's okay. Trisha in our sales department made Did she do that? Uh, She's awesome. Yep. Uh, so we're going to lead with this. Do I have to wear, should I wear this the whole yes, time? Yes, you if, should. Okay. If you want I insist. To. Uh, Taco Bell <laughs> has entered the fast food chicken wars. And they're going hardcore, are they not? Yep. They will be testing out the crispy chicken sandwich tacos beginning on March 11th in select cities, by the way. I don't know if we... Here, uh, let's see. It's going to be in... If you don't select Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, it's Nashville, Tennessee, and Charlotte, North Carolina. Are you um, kidding me? That's it. For the testing phase. Those are hellholes! And we'll see how they do. The menu <laughs> item is served in flatbread... With a piece of crispy tortilla chicken and uh, chipotle sauce. See, I, uh, I'm looking at it, uh, the picture of it, uh, and uh, it it looks very delicious. A spicy, it's simple but spicy. A spicy version uh, with jalapenos will also be available. That could be good. I think I'd rock the jalapenos. Yeah, I absolutely. think I would do that too. Uh, Taco Bell has also teased that the taco won't be the only. New crispy chicken Ooh. item hinting uh, hitting the menus this year. You'll only be able, like I said, to get it in a Nashville and Charlotte. Uh, no word on when it might be rolled out to the masses. But with that, um, on Tuesday, Popeyes seemed to take a jab at Taco Bell Ooh. for that. Uh, what are they doing? Uh, they instructed their customers how to make their own tacos out of the existing Popeyes chicken sandwich. So they shared the do-it-yourself food hack in a TikTok tutorial hosted by a Popeye's employee. In the clip, he tells viewers to buy the Popeye's chicken sandwich, rip the chicken filet in half, and make two tacos by folding the buns and <laughs> stuffing the chicken inside. Okay, so it's obviously just a joke. Correct, but yeah. they are, they're they are taking a jab at Taco Bell. I wonder if Popeye's would ever consider adding, because I, I think their chicken is uh, quite good, mm-hmm. and uh, their general stuff, but it's a highly um, focused menu. I wonder if they'd ever consider adding something like a chicken taco. Uh, Popeyes did not call out Taco Bell directly, but social media users were quick to pick up on it with some urging Taco Bell to respond. I would say no. I mean, yeah. they are highly focused, and they'll get like a little cute with uh, side dishes, but... When it comes to their main focus, which is chicken sandwiches and chicken and fried chicken, you know what I, I think, and I, I respect places that kind of stay in their lane, yeah, and they do a good job of what they do. Uh, we're gonna have uh, tomorrow morning. We're gonna have uh, M Night Shyamalan on, yes, uh, to talk about Servant. And I was talking with Kathy about this yesterday. There's there's a, uh, a reference, and this is not giving anything away yeah. on the show. Uh, it's kind of a, a um, an offhanded reference to the uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich because. Uh, she's covering the main uh, the uh, subject of the the show is at a she's a reporter and yeah. she's at 
a place where people get in a fight over chicken yeah, sandwiches. Yeah, a, a full and brawl. They, yeah, yeah, they have a they have uh-huh. video of people brawling over it. So. And then after that, in, in sort of a tone deaf way, she takes she samples the sandwich. Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so anyhow, whether or not this makes it to their main menu and nationwide will all depend on how they accept this particular taco chicken sandwich in uh, Nashville and Charlotte. But we'll I, see. I like stuff in flatbread. I I'm do a, too. I'm a flatbread. I, one of my and I, this is a recommendation. You can try it or not. You can take my word, but I had what I consider to be one of the greatest sandwiches I've ever had in my life, a salmon BLT. Okay. And at Harvest has them, but I'm you know, uh, but I've seen them around before. But that particular one, sensational. Um, and they've expanded flatbreads at uh, Panera as well. So now there's like flatbread pizzas and things like that that you can get. Flatbread's very versatile, mm-hmm. and it's about goddamn time we recognized it. <laughs> All right, uh, here's something a little bit more on the local side that has to do with food. Local Yeah, it's the airport, believe it or not. Oh. Uh, people waiting at Philadelphia. That's where the planes are. I've been there. Hey, mister. Hey, mister. <laughs> That's a boss plane. Hey, mister. Can I fly it? Uh, no, little fella. You better get your license first. <laughs> People waiting at Philadelphia International Airport can now get food delivered to them contact-free thanks to a new robot. It's a droid. It's called a Jita. Is it a Boston Dynamics droid? Spelled G-I-T-A. No, it's not uh, one of those things. Killbots? Jita uh, allows uh, the guests to customize their experience by choosing how much or how little human interaction they want. It's me. Okay, robot, I made you some pancakes. When having their food delivered. We have clips. Uh, we got a lot of them. <laughs> so you can get pancakes. <laughs> so now through April, travelers can order food from airport restaurants by going to order at phl.com. And then the Jita uses Bluetooth to follow an airport at your gate representative through the airport right to where the passenger is located in the airport. Okay, I could be interested in this. However, the the, the food is usually I mean you're it's it's very accessible as you're going to your flight. Correct. Um uh, but if you'd rather not get close to the people that are serving right, it, I let guess the robot serve you. Yeah. Um uh, and it will bring uh, pancakes to you, Casey you said? Yeah. Yeah. And that one will. Yeah. <laughs> so the Gita, which can carry up to forty pounds, features a cargo bin <laughs> uh, to hold guest orders. <laughs> can you imagine if you have a forty pound order? Once the Gita arrives, passengers can open the robot's bin and remove the food order for themselves. Yes, I'd like a thousand pancakes, please. <laughs> uh the Gita <laughs> units were developed by Piaggio Fast oh. Forward. What? Piaggio, they they make uh, Vespa scooters. That's okay. the, the the company. Oh. And have <laughs> been uh, have been piloted at several other US airports as well. Uh the device itself is actually very well um designed. <laughs> it has it, it's it's unobtrusive, it's small, it's low to the ground. Uh, and uh, I, I like it. There's when, some robots that I just are not going to work in some situations. When you buy an airline ticket out yeah. of uh, PHL, um, do or not PHL? Yeah, PHI yeah. or yeah, I guess PHL. Yeah, PHL. That's right. That's PHL. the code. Yeah. yeah. When you, I was thinking PHL 17, which is <laughs> an old TV station. Anyway, uh, so when you when you buy a ticket, what? terminal do you hope that you're going to be <laughs> leaving from simply because of the food do you have one i'll go uh rogue here okay no you're not yeah i'm gonna go g g yeah i've never there is no g one. yeah there is it's all the way at the end it's, i thought it, that was f they want you to the think one it's right, anyway the one with the uh, 
Southwest. And it's you. It's literally past all the other ones, right? Yeah, I thought that was F. But anyway, maybe you're right. Okay. Anyway, it's the last one. That's the one I prefer too. Why? It's, uh, Why? Be- because you're often alone. You yeah. have to deal with the the rabble. The yep. riffraff. The riffraff. Yep. And uh, you get access to uh, to all the restaurants uh, without uh, fighting people. And there's some there's some good restaurants there's good there. Like restaurants I like there, yeah. I was one I was at and uh, they offered like, uh, like you're right, Preston. Like it's duck F. fat fries. It's F. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, and like you know, cooler options for food. I had a lobster roll in Terminal F one time. Really? It was so damn good. So was, what airlines are at Terminal F? Uh, all the like non uh, standards. Well. Right. Yeah, there there are those, but also uh, American flies out of there. But it's usually shorter flights. That's right. Yeah, the smaller yeah. planes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why do they give the best food to the people flying the least? I don't so know. like when I fly to Lexington to visit my dad, it's out of F. Usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, short flights, um, smaller planes, and um, better food. Better food. And Steve, yeah, I just I got there by accident, like an, an hour and a half early one time, and I had plenty of time to kill. And uh, nobody was in the terminal. I had the whole thing to myself and got good food. They also have, like, exercise bikes and spas. I've never been down there. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's interesting. I think you're lying. This doesn't exist. (laughs) It's true. I don't know if I've ever been below sea. Are there free handies when you walk in? And also, one time I had to take a shuttle bus from there to another terminal. They actually have buses that go over there Ah. out onto the the tarmac, tarmac, essentially. I think for me it was a flight to Memphis. Um, Okay. Yeah, and so, yeah, it's, it's shorter flights. And sometimes it's those planes that have, like, one seat on one side and two on yes, the other side. Correct. Yes, where we're Smaller looking. Jets, yeah. It's, exactly. it's not connected physically to the airport. Right, yeah, it's beyond it's it. It's by itself! <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like that thing that John McClane goes to in Die Hard 2 that's off away from the airport, but part of the airport. Now, I know that the, the gigantic food court is between B and C. And it's fine. Uh, or is it C and D? I think it's C and D. But anyhow, and it's fine. You're yeah. right. But it gets it gets crazy yeah. busy. And sometimes there's really big, big lines at the Chick-fil-A and, you know. <laughs> I think when I flew out of Terminal F, I'm pretty sure we had to, like, walk out on the runway. That's possible. Yeah. I've, I've been out they on They just that. let you walk out if you want to. <laughs> yeah. 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 You guys want to take a stroll on the yeah, runway? Let's you go just, see the planes landing. You can park on 95, walk over. You're fine. We uh, walked out I, on the runway when we went to London. Did we not? Yes, we did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think we did do that. I tend to go to the um, the more, uh, not the restaurants. I don't sit at a bar or do anything like that. Obviously, I'm not a drinker. Why would I sit at a bar? But uh, I go to, like, the um, the cafes, the quick, uh, you know, mm-hmm. grab a sandwich and, and take it back to my seat and eat it. Right. I'm a um, seat eater. Now, but they have a, if you have some time and you want to sit down and get a meal, uh, there, there's some decent options what's, at, what's, at the airport. But I, I do prefer the F uh, terminal. Connoisseur, what would you say is the absolute best restaurant in the Philadelphia airport? Are you aware of that? Is that, that information contained in your puffy hat? No, it is <laughs> not. There's some good ones. Like, I've eaten illegal seafood a couple yeah. of times there. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and it's good because uh, they, they have a, um, a restaurant at the King Parsh Mall. And... Um, uh, the one place in, in F, and I don't remember the name of that particular cafe, but it like like I said, they had duck fat fries and all these other really cool options. There's also a good Mexican restaurant <laughs> uh, in Terminal C. Okay. Uh, I think it's it's either B or C. It's one of the main ones, but it's, it was a side of really good enchilada there one time. I end know. up in A most often, I think. Uh, and I don't know. Well, there's two A's. There's international yeah. A. There's right. Like and there's A. 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 There's Fonzie's A. Right. Um, I'm probably in B or C the most. Probably. probably. I, I think most of the flights go out of there. Right. Yep. Uh, there's a good sushi joint, believe it or not, at the airport, too. And uh, it's like an Asian place. And I think that's in C as well. I know the one. Yeah. Really dark colors. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like black. Uh, the, the walls. I've eaten there. It's Again, good sushi. If you have time. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, hang on, Marissa wants to jump in. So uh, I think the airport has changed a lot since any of us have flown because I'm on their website right now and I can break down by terminal which uh, what has what. So A has Jack Dugan's Pub and Restaurant, uh, Patatino, which uh, looks like maybe it's like sushi or Italian, La Colombe. They have a little thing like that. <laughs> Another yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of Cologne, um, Going uh, through B&C as soon yeah. as you yes. get through yep. the... Uh... B is the one that has a lot of restaurants and an Annie Ann's, a Love Grill, uh, a nude bar, what? No- noodles, oh. um, Independence Prime. See, a lot of the things that we were Here used to, like the wine, my balls. Bars, <laughs> the wine bars are, are, are not there. But I think E is the winner. E has a Sabaro, a Chickies and Pete's, a La Cologne, a Sabaro. Sushi. Sabaro. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> it's... Uh, anyway, I mean, it's like Ilio's Pizza, essentially. It's all California Pizza Kitchen, and then F is is kind of the sleeper. It doesn't really. It has a smash burger. Yeah, but the, but there's there's a place there that has good food, and, and it may not. That so your, called, your list might be incomplete. Uh, well, I think this is what it currently has. Who it has are you a protecting, local tavern, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> a local tavern, La Bus, a fuel rod is called, what? and a smash burger. Okay, okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, anyway, I've had really good food there. Um, I maybe you just you were dipping into a pilot's lunch and didn't know it. <laughs> All right, so you can order by robot now if you want to. Very nice. <laughs> right, so that is available now. All right, let me see what else we got. Here. <laughs> the Kung continues. We're leaving the airport. Yeah. Where will that big puppy head take us next? Uh, we're headed into the home. The home, which yeah. is where the heart is. So if you're preparing food in your home, University of Surrey researchers found that um, study participants who had actively prepared a food or watched someone else prepare a food, then consumed, then would consume more and reported a greater desire to eat than those who did neither action and instead participated in something wait, else. I right, wait, so, so, if, so you eat more if, if you watch if someone you watch else? the preparation. Either if, if you are preparing or watching someone prepare, oh, you really? will eat more, as opposed to... Just showing up and all of a sudden, hey, by the way, dinner's ready. You know what I mean? I believe this goes to the psychology of food in general. Okay. Like the servings that you get, like a lot of times, you know, like you... You think you can, you want a certain amount. You think you, you can think, eat a certain amount. And you can. Yeah, and I think you, a lot of people tend to overshoot how much they're ready to eat. As my parents would say, your eyes are you're bigger, bigger than, than your stomach. stomach. Yeah, and I that think that's small. often the case. Yeah. yeah. So this is, I thought you, it was going to go the other way. Um, because for me, if I prepare it most times, <laughs> if I prepare it, especially if it's any sort of like meat, chicken, um, I can't eat it. Like I it literally, taste any good. I can't eat it at all. No, the the, the yeah, because it stinks. No, the raw. <laughs> well, I have that. Oh, she saw it unprepared. The raw, the raw nature of it, yes, and touching it and having uh, to like cut the fat and off kill it. and all of that. Yeah. I can't. After I'm done, I'm like, I don't. And I think, wait, but I do think it's part of not being confident in myself in in cooking because really? I'm like. I don't know if this, I, I don't know. Is the chicken cooked all the way through? Is it too chewy? I it's don't know. a nice pink. I'll give it to the kids. And see do, they you, eat. do you, can you eat uh, meat that's a little bit rare? Or God, is it... no. No kidding. Nope. No, and I know no. that pe- how people feel about burgers and, you know, yeah. cooking steak all the way through. Medium and, and rare. Absolutely. Like, I, mm-hmm. no way. No, I wouldn't even, so I, I had a burger um, this summer and somebody, uh, for me, undercooked it. A bit, yeah. and uh, I got to like the center of it, and it was just like I just could I couldn't. It, it wasn't even like the the visual of it. Like it, it actually started to like I could the texture in my mouth, and I was right. like, okay. So I the can't. seeing I'm of the eating this. of it uncooked is enough. Now, now Preston, uh, like I have my chicken, I like it bloody. Right? Yeah. That's no. Stop you... it. <laughs> uh, but I like uh, it's still bocking. I think 
on another level, if you're preparing and you are a good cook, as you are, uh, would you think the picking process during preparation uh, makes you not eat a lot not during hungry. the meal? The picking process? Like, if you're, if you're, like if you're tasting and doing, a, I don't know what kind of sh- uh, chef you are. Oh, I do like to taste as yeah, I go yeah, along. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that doesn't affect okay. how much I'm going to eat, I All don't right. think. But, uh, I think it, pro- it, might, it might, that might be a case with baking. Maybe. Yes. Yeah, might Maybe be. less so cooking. So according to this study, yes, um, they said the, the impact of this depends on the kinds of food being prepared. If food is lacking in nutritional value, this could lead to weight gain and unhealthy overeating. However, if people are preparing their own nutritious food or watching others do the same, then this could actually be a good influence, particularly if they are cooking with children, as it encourages them to eat more of the healthier foods that they have not usually wanted to eat. I love to watch someone who is practiced, uh, you know, listen, Rachel Ray's dishes are all kind of very, um, I don't want to say pedestrian, but they're very they're a- attainable. Easy. Yeah. Watching her kind of yeah. put it together is it's sort right. of, yeah. It's I love I, watching people put meals together. I love going to Benihana for that yeah. reason. I like watching yeah. them assemble the meal. Um, and, and Steve, like the movie, we've mentioned this several times, the movie Chef. It's oh, great man. when he's preparing the yeah. food, oh, and geez. the same thing with the movie. Um, there's there's a lot of uh, scenes in in tortilla soup because these are chefs. The, the the movies are about watching them prepare the food is so great. I well, love it. To be honest, Hell's Kitchen, uh, you know, yeah. which is uh, I I go in and out of and, and we'll watch uh, when he's prepping the plates to go out. Just the aesthetic of how things are on the plate. Yeah, uh, I dig it. I don't know. It's almost like your ASMR. To me, it's soothing. Texter says this particular segment sounds like another rendition of Kathy's Well, That Sucks, (laughs) which is Kathy's show. Tonight on the Food Channel, Kathy takes us through all her favorite recipes on Well, That Sucked. (laughs) By the way, I haven't made anything since the French toast disaster. Really? Kathy actually, someone actually died during that. (laughs) Maybe I'll do an episode this weekend. Man dies in French toast accident at Kathy Romano's house. I did something I thought... Um, a little bold the other day. I made New York strip steaks, and there's six of us at my family. I made all six of them on a griddle, like the you know the griddle that you plug into, not the griddle that you actually cook on the stove, but one that you put onto your countertop. An electric and you griddle, it. yeah, really. And they were damn good, man. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, <laughs> what are you looking at over there, Preston? Well, I, I was thinking about calling my son because uh, I was thinking about uh, interesting orders uh, that you can do uh, as far as um, how you order food, and he has memorized this really complex order, uh, and he's pretty proud of it. So, Marissa, will you call uh, Carter? Here's his number, and, and get him on the phone line. I want to see if he can recite it. Do you ever? You've you never watched Big Bang Theory, did you? I didn't. No. Okay, so Sheldon always had his Chinese food. Right. I mean, a list of like sixty different things. Yeah. And he did. Did you get this? Did you get this? Did you? Yes. Did you get this? Did, yeah. Did you do that? Did you ever do this? Yeah. And it's. It, but there are. I know people who are that precise. Right. About. There's some people when you go out for, for dinner, it's like, oh my god. Most like when Harry met Sally. Exactly. When exactly. She needed it. Yes. Yeah. I want it the way I want it. Yeah. Was, yep. was her. Th- All right. So we'll, we'll see if we can get him on the phone. Right. Let me let me find something else here in the meantime. Uh, we're headed overseas. Oh. oh yeah. Wow. Headed out of the end. Dinosaurs taking flight, and where are we going? We're going to France. France. Yes. Yeah. Where Nick had his first French kiss and an appendectomy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, announcer guy. This is true. (laughs) 
French office workers can now experience the treasured American pastime of quickly scarfing down their lunch at their desks without breaking the law now. I never realized it was illegal to eat at your desk in uh, in France. And actually, a lot of people in France didn't know it either. But, <laughs> really. but until now, French labor laws forbade people from having meals in the workplace. Uh, but a government decree that uh, went into effect Monday relaxed the rules due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Prior to the pandemic, French workers traditionally enjoyed leisurely, multi-course lunches at local eateries with co-workers. I cannot remember. Okay. I'll try to remember the last time I actually routinely would sit down at a separate table at work to eat. Uh, oh, like, yeah. I, I, Probably Y100 it, Y100. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. the same case. And we yeah. actually used to go out to lunch fairly often. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, and talk about the show. We do the, the, our, uh, kind of our show prep that way. And that was a fairly regular occurrence at like Iron Hill and all that stuff. Yep. But, um, and then back at, when I was doing production for DRE in New York, there was a, a table. I would bring my lunch in and eat it there. But that, to me, the desk is the eating place. Yeah, same here. Yeah. But you're right, in Conchie, we had that table in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had an outdoor area, too, yeah. that we could uh, go and eat, which is right, really, right. really nice. Uh, the change, which is only temporary, applies to businesses of more than 50 workers. The new measure also uh, orders workers to limit moments of uh, conviviality. Right. I hate conviviality. I don't even, I have no uh, idea what that uh, is. Interacting pleasantly and okay. dropping conviviality, your uh, including helicopters. Including mm. uh, coffee <laughs> breaks and socializing with their colleagues. Uh, workers are generally still encouraged to telecommute, uh, but in Jan- but a January rollback allowed employees to visit the office once a week in their uh, if their employer deemed it necessary. There are weird French rules and laws that apply to a lot of things like this, and, and it, I think there's like a Ministry of Culture or something like that. But they impose these laws, and it comes down to like language yeah. and eating and and how uh, labels apply or applied to wines, cheeses, all that kind of stuff, and they they. Take it seriously. Some of it's kind of tongue in cheek, but um, they'll occasionally enforce it. They just put someone to death for scowling. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that guy was a jerk, scowling. Though. Yeah, it was his third offense. I'd imagine if you gurned. What would they do to you? Gurning now, they, they, that, that's it. That's, that, you can become Judge Dredd at that point and just execute him on the spot. Uh, when I was in grade school, our, our the student body became so robust yeah. that they had to get rid of the cafeteria. And they turned that into two classrooms. And we all had to eat at our desks for a couple of years. Like, okay. Yeah. Wow. And I thought that was pretty odd. Um, all right. So my son Carter's on the line. All right. Hey. I go to him real Yay. Quick. Uh, hey, Carter. Hey, bud. Hey, how you doing? Hey, good. Are you at school? I am at school, yeah. I forgot about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So listen, I, I wanted you to do the uh, the hamburger order. Uh, if oh, you... the bubble bass order? Yeah, the bubble bass order, if you can. Oh, right, so uh, uh, man. The phone line's breaking up. Oh, here, wait. Give me one sec. Okay. Go right. into another class. This is from SpongeBob, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, this little thing, but he actually... We're doing the, uh, we're doing the pledge right now. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you're, you're really only interrupting. Things. I know. Uh-huh. Patriotism. Okay. Why right. don't you have him deal drugs while you're at it? <laughs> all right, we're good. If it makes a couple bucks, we'll consider it. <laughs> uh, all right. You want to go for it? Yep. All right. So, <laughs> I'll take a double, triple bossy deluxe on a wrap. Four by four animal style with extra shingles, a shimmy, and a squeeze. A light axle roots, make it cry, burn it, and let it swim. There you go. <laughs> well done. Nice. <laughs> Good work, Carter. That is all. Have now a nice day, buddy. Go back and make your pledge. Right, Complete the pledge. All right, see you, bud. All right. <laughs>
Wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's from an episode of SpongeBob where he <laughs> orders this. Uh, this character Bubble Bass comes in and orders this ridiculous thing. And actually, all the things he says are legitimate. Are legit jargon. They did sound like that to me. That because I I've always oh, sort of yeah. admired that. When you, when, you know, yeah, uh, you know, uh, black and blue. Leave it. They're the yeah. little rake it through the garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. it's a it's Piss a double it. triple bossy deluxe. Uh, with extra wait, a double triple bossy deluxe on a raft, uh, four by four animal style with extra shingles, a shimmy and a squeeze. Um, and then it was uh, burn, burn it, it, make it cry, and let it swim. <laughs> so it all means like extra shingles means extra bread, yeah. four by four animal style. I forgot what that means. On a, on a raft means on Texas toast. Yes, I love Texas toast. Shimmy and a squeeze means either mayonnaise or mustard. Uh, make it cry. Yeah. You know what that is? Onions. Uh, uh, burn it is well done. Right. And let it swim yeah. means to go. Uh, so it's it's all this legitimate. Jargon. I love that. Yeah, and give it a rim job, and give it a rim job. <laughs> Bajmir, Bajmir, <laughs> throw a Bajmir on there. <laughs> all right, uh, do we have time for uh, some more? I hope so because it's been a good connoisseur. All right, thank you. Uh, let me see. Where do we want to go? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I saw this one this morning. This is interesting. So uh, it turns out labeling imperfect looking produce as ugly makes people more likely to buy it. <laughs> so let me tell you this. my what, uh, One of our grocery stores, and I will always buy them if I'm there, uh, sells ugly tomatoes. Yeah. They're outstanding. They're like misshapen? Yeah. They're, Those, they're, yeah. they're larger. Yeah. They have all these really weird shapes to them, but they always are really juicy and ripe, and they are fantastic. We have talked about this, <clears throat> that there's an actual chain that I think, or at least... A couple of stores that deal specifically in these type of produce anomalies. In ugly produce? Yes. Nice. I, I, I'm almost sure you talked about it. University of British Columbia researchers say this is because the ugly label points out the aesthetic flaw in the produce, making it clear to consumers that there are no other uh, deficiencies in that product other than attractiveness. Like a dead mouse. So if you might see a misshapen right. piece of produce amongst the other ones, you might not take that because it looks odd to you. But if they actually put the branding on it, ugly yeah. so-and-so, ugly cucumbers or whatever it may be, that you're more likely to buy it because of that. So from your culinary angle, you're saying you're more likely to encounter a more taste um, tasteful experience or... I think so. At least with tomatoes, uh, I think the ugly tomatoes are much better. Uh, Consumers may also reevaluate their reliance on visual appearance as a basis for judging the tastiness and healthiness of produce. This is it, Preston. I believe that Connor probably called it up. The um, imperfect imperfect food. Yeah, Yeah. it it, it might be a home delivery, but it was. Yeah, I've seen um, that in store, Steve, and I've seen it uh, as the home delivery service as well. And it's it's basically rejected produce. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And that's what Produce Junction is a lot of the time. You'll go to that place, and it's stuff that's kind of fallen off the cart. It's completely um, fine. Yeah, it's totally fine, and they uh, it, it's much cheaper. It just needs a home. Yeah, um, some love. It's it's like the Island of Misfit Toys. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Researchers also found calling the, this produce ugly rather than imperfect resulted in more click-throughs in online ads for it. If they want to really increase business, call it effed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Here's some effed up rutabagas. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, it's thought a lot of food waste could be prevented if more stores labeled their unattractive produce as ugly. Yeah. So it's something that I look for. That's why I like going to, 
um, farmers markets. Yeah, uh, I love Because you it. don't get the, you you don't get the perfectly um, shaped uh, produce and things like that. Sometimes, good lord, you can see the biggest zucchini you've ever <laughs> seen in your life when you go to. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, when, oh, when you yeah. go to farmers markets, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there is a, <laughs> a Lancaster in uh, Brimmar on Saturdays. They have a farmers yeah. thing in the parking lot. I've been to that one, yeah, Steve. Yeah. There's a great one in Phoenixville on Saturdays as well. My mom turned me on to it. You've been to that one, Preston? Um, in Phoenixville, it's under the bridge. Uh, it's where the trolls live. No, yeah. it's, it's like it's down um, uh, off of Bridge Street. Yeah, and oh, no, uh-uh. it's it's great. And uh, oh, for- where there's parking down under yeah, the bridge? Yeah. yeah, I know where you're talking about, but I didn't know there was a farmers market down there. It's exactly. <laughs> you just follow the nanny goat. Right. Yep. But it's really good and uh, well worth a visit. We have farmer's markets all over the place near us. And and some of them are just roadside stands yeah. that will pop up. And I'll usually I buy corn like crazy during the season because it's the best. And then you go home and eat that uh, butterscotch candy in the bowl by the front door. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. So uh, keep in mind that ugly... Uh, produce may be uh, tastier and more. It, it, you're more inclined to buy it. So, uh, let's see. We'll do one more story. Oh yeah, we got to go with this. All right. Some of these I had kind of buried and I forget about them. My connoisseur file has gotten very, very thick. By it's the way. insanely big, and so it's I need to gorge and pulsing. I need to uh, get to these stories. KFC has partnered with a Russian bioprinting company to bring 3D printed chicken nuggets to the table. Oh. Coined as the meat of the future. Ladies and gentlemen, the future has arrived. Uh, The lab-created chicken meat. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) We need to start having some music. Nuggets of the future. Detroit Rock City or something like that. Just something like that. Yeah, some some kiss uh, to play underneath there. Yeah. Uh, It is also KFC's next step in creating a restaurant of the future, they say. Restaurant of the future. Uh... The chicken company's All right, party people. Uh, the chicken company's Russian partner, 3D Bioprinting Solutions, is developing additive bioprinting technology using chicken cells and sounds and, delicious and plant material to recreate the taste and texture of chicken meat with almost no animal involved in the process. Who's up for some more chicken marrow? Yeah, almost no animal. It says here. Well, uh, okay, I uh, listen. I'm interested in this. Uh, I will let the first group of people become the <laughs> zombie mutants that right. this will no doubt generate. Uh, and then once they get that all fixed up, then I'll try 2.0 on the chicken nugget gene splicing. Uh, provided gene splicing. There we go. Hey. Uh, that could be that could be his company. Uh, gene. Yeah. Chicken gene. Gene. This is gene splicing chicken nuggets. I just sent it through my transporter. Uh, provided with KFC's necessary ingredients such as uh, breading and spices, the laboratory-produced meat aims to achieve... These nuggets. Uh, the signature KFC taste. <laughs> oh, it could be D. Snyder. Yeah, there we go. The D's competing nuggets. company. A whole yeah. rock star Oh, my line. God. <laughs> uh, in the statement, the chicken franchise listed the advantages of utilizing the bioprinting method, including the absence of various additives used traditionally in farming and animal husbandry. Do you have, uh, do you have any concerns with... Um... I mean, they're they're doing all sorts of stuff that no. I do, do. I have listen. My only concern is: does it taste good? Yeah. I don't have any concerns of it being crapping blood. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of, of it being now as long as it because they're you know they're going to go through all the testing and make right. sure that it's safe, and then they'll do then they'll do um, they'll find out they were they'll, wrong. They'll beta test it after that, but I no, I don't I'm, no. Yeah, okay. It, it doesn't freak me out. So though. this is different than lab grown meat, right? It appears to be. Okay. 
Um, Cause I have a friend who's tried lab-grown chicken. Yeah, he, he said it tastes just like chicken, as you would imagine. But they are working on the lab-grown beef, and uh, I don't think they've gotten there yet. Yeah. So I do, however, love the Impossible stuff, which right. is which is vegetable-based. Do you think that's the future of it? I tell you what, man. Uh, the, again, you could tell the difference, as I've said many times before, between a Kobe beef burger and and this. But uh, so. A well-done Impossible or Beyond Burger gets me totally within the operating parameters of a burger I would love. I find so, it to be a different flavor uh, yeah. than than actual beef, and I but I like the flavor. There that you it go. Is. So yeah. that's that. It's fine. It doesn't. You know, it's it's something a little bit different. Part of uh, meat and the taste of that is not only just the way it tastes to me; it's also the texture of it. That's so it. They're probably going to have a hard time. Um, being able to make a uh, similar texture to essentially muscle, which is yeah. what meat is. So. Well, maybe they can add in some muscle. Maybe they can. Yeah, yeah. I don't Stir know. Stir in some meat. Uh, the company also <laughs> emphasized that bioprinting remains an environmentally friendly procedure to produce than the standard way of producing chicken meat. Chicken. Uh, Moscow KFC. Best. So those out, chicken lovers out there. <laughs> has partnered with a Russian bioprinting company to bring three. We're doing pr- some crazy things in the lab. 3D printed chicken nuggets to the table, so uh, we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, you know, I love again. Uh, I love the uh, what are the seitan the, uh, mm-hmm. the the chicken sub that's used often for chicken substitute. I yeah. tell you, man, so good. They've come a long way in the last twenty years with you know in twenty twenty five years with vegetarian options. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I, that was the one thing, and I've said it many times before on the show that really stopped my. You know, going in on it was that it just tasted horrible. Now they've got it to us. I it, it's it's no issue for me. Yeah, yep. three sixty brand made some decent stuff, like decent. It was essentially taco meat and, and also like sloppy joes. I was never a fan of sloppy joes. Yeah, and then I you know I'm when I not. when I was a vegetarian back yeah. in the in the uh, late nineties, early aughts, um, the. The 360 brand slop, Sloppy Joe stuff was actually really good. Did they make them extra sloppy for you? <laughs> <laughs> I made them extra sloppy for you. I wasn't sure. I made them extra sloppy for you. <laughs> <laughs> I know how you kids like them sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> You're scaring me, sure. lady. Happy. <laughs> all right, uh, that's all that I have time for. I have to take my hat off. That comes up with the soul of the connoisseur lives on. Mm. Uh, but thank you very much for paying attention. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get to some bizarre file stories when we return. Stay with us. WMMR, polluting more than just the airwaves. Hear us at radio.com. All right, uh, let's let's do this. Here we go. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre File. All right, saved up some stories for you, and this B-File is brought to you this morning by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. A man in China. Scaled a utility pole so he could do some sit-ups off the top of it. Stunning onlookers and causing a power cut to thousands of homes in the process. Ah, man. The unnamed man was taken away by police following his antics on Sunday evening. A video on the Twitter-like Weibo uh, showed the man suspended about 30 feet in the air. Dickhead. As he was doing stomach crunches off the top of the pylon. The local power company initiated an emergency power cut affecting tens of thousands of households. 
They called emergency services. They rushed to the scene. They have detained the man. It's not clear why the man decided to do sit-ups off the top of the pole. But he was showing off. State media warned against anyone copying him. A California mom and her husband say it's not fair. Their three boys were kicked out of a Catholic elementary school because the mom sells access to sexy photos and videos of herself online. Crystal Jackson, known as Miss uh, Mrs. Poindexter online, started an OnlyFans account for her hot mom persona and was shocked by how quickly it grew. She posts photos and videos of herself, mostly doing normal mom stuff around the house while posing in lingerie. Some of the content contains nudity. She said her husband, actually, Chris, said, we think of it as artistic or sultry and sexy and fun and playful, but certainly nothing hardcore. Crystal's husband, who sometimes takes the photos, uh, had said this. Now, thanks to her subscribers, Crystal Jackson's OnlyFans account now brings in about $150,000 Per month, yeah, what? yeah, and oh, Preston, wow. it's going to kick up that much more because this story's been all over the place. Yep, but the mother says last summer a group of moms from her kids' Catholic school, Sacred Heart Parish in Sacramento, <laughs> started a crusade to get her three boys under the age of twelve kicked out of the school. And at one point, anonymous envelopes of Crystal Jackson's photos were sent to the school. Crystal said, all these women are talking about you. They wanted my kids removed from the school, and they were successful in the very end. She can pay to get them into Harvard now. Yeah, two weeks ago, Crystal was removed as the second-grade room mom, and on Sunday, the Jacksons got an email from the school principal saying that they must find another school for the kids immediately. (laughs) Crystal says her boys are devastated, and now some parents are saying that the kids shouldn't be punished for their parents' decision. Did you watch the OnlyFans um, documentary on Hulu? Nope. I did. It's really, it's really fascinating. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the mother says that she will continue to post on her OnlyFans. Sure. And seek to enroll her kids in another Catholic school, one that is less judgmental, she says. I mean, she could have blocked the area from being able to access her photos. Like, she could, I, I, I don't know if you can do it. Like uh, area by area, but you can do it by state. Yeah, but right? she didn't want to lose the principal of the school, who's one of her premium members. <laughs> right? yeah. But one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month. month. So, Preston, that's a that's a that's a hell of a paycheck, man. If you watch this documentary, Oof. there are people who are, I would say, playing with a vengeance is what I would say, and they are making really good money. Yeah, on I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, in Maryland, police say two gunmen snuck a rifle into MGM National Harbor, burst, bust into a hotel room, and shot a man twice in the hallway before walking away. Uh, the man shot is sharing his story for the first time. His name is Nathaniel Nagby, and it's pretty wild what he went through. He said he won big playing blackjack and wanted a party. He said, I won $60,000 that day, and I showed it off to a few of my friends. I invited mm. a few people there. Uh, Nagby, who was startled when inside his hotel room, he noticed the door started to open. Um, He said, I only requested one key because I don't ever get anyone a key to my room. Right. A woman he planned on meeting later at the casino floor came into his room, joined by two gunmen. He said one of the men had an AR-15. The other one had a handgun. Uh, Nagby said that he was pinned down and forced to give the hotel safe combo. But when the robbers couldn't open the safe, that's when... Nagby said he ran into the hallway where he was shot in the back through his lower intestine. He said the pain was excruciating. He said it was unbearable. But bleeding, Nagby stumbled 17 stories down the stairwell, kind of like holding in his guts while he was doing it. 17 stories? Yeah. Uh, He said, I was in so much pain, but it was like my body was preparing myself for death because I knew no one was coming to help me. He finally got to the hotel valet who helped him call for help. 
Uh, the three suspects walked out of the casino and dispatchers alerted patrolling officers at once. And state's attorneys uh, had the state attorney charged Alicia McCoy with attempted first degree murder and several related charges, and also charged 20 year old Barry Reed with attempted first degree murder. And I think they're looking for a third accomplice. But this guy was shot in the intestine. Mm-hmm. Went down 17 flights of stairs. He should have died. There are all sorts of protocols uh, in place for when someone takes a lot of money and things they advise you to do to not make you a mark for oh, something yeah. like this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you can... Um, Request all sorts of things. Security or yeah. they keep the money and you come back and get it another time. Right. But this guy was telling everybody. He was blabbing about yeah, it. Yeah, so big mistake. Not a good idea. Uh, hey, kids will always look for an excuse to get out of school. And a student from Western India was found spreading fake news about COVID-19 outbreak in her school to avoid taking an exam. Come on. Last week, what appeared to be a news report about 13 kids testing positive for coronavirus after attending an exam at uh, Udgem School uh, started circulating through the WhatsApp uh, groups. And this led school officials to investigate whether any students had coronavirus. And then, of course, they investigated to find the source of the viral message. They found a high school student was the culprit. Mm-hmm. She admitted she had panicked after learning that her school would be conducting in-person exams. School authorities have decided not to file a police complaint against a student who they say regrets her actions. You remember that COVID outbreak we had last week before a meeting with Bill? Yeah. <laughs> it was quick, but, you know, it did affect the attendance of that particular meeting. <laughs> and then finally, we'll end with this story. This is interesting. And maybe you guys saw the pictures. A wide, ailing, wild, ailing sheep found in a forest in Australia uh, named Barack by his rescuers has yielded a fleece Weighing more than 70 pounds. 70-pound fleece. Yeah. Uh, they said it was nearly half the weight of an adult kangaroo after being shorn for is the first... Is that the conversion rate? The first time in, in Australia, it is. Yeah. Uh, after being shorn for the first time in many a year. Uh, the sheep was found by a member of the public who contacted Edgar's Mission Farm in the north of Melbourne. And it would appear, they said, that uh, Barack was once an owned sheep. He had at one time been ear-tagged. However, these appear to have been torn out by the thick, matted fleece around his face. Oh, my God. Sheep need to be shorn at least annually. Otherwise, the fleece continues to grow and grow. So that was that had to be a very, very difficult situation for the sheep to be in with all that additional weight. I would think so. After his much-needed shearing, Barack's fleece weighed in at just over 70 pounds. Oh, jeez, please shear me. Much better. And by the way, he was underweight, and due to, due to all of the wool around Aww. his face, he could barely see. So he was in a bad way. Uh, Brock is now settling in with other rescued sheep at Edgar's mission. But <laughs> yeah, he's he's got a bit. You should see the pictures. It's outrageous. It's almost you can't even see anything. Do you like watching uh, a sheep, sheep getting sheep? sheared? Yeah, it's cool. It, it's kind of cool. Yeah, we had uh, our neighbors who have a farm behind us used to have sheep, and yeah. we went up there and, and checked them out and. Uh, you know, they uh, it's pretty wild. They have these lanolin glands. Yes, yeah. Uh, and you can see them like, right. secreting this right. stuff. And uh, they're just fascinating animals, really. Uh, I'm and, sorry, what's lanolin? Uh, it's it's a it's like an emolly, like a use. It's used a moisturizer. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So it's a. Um, um, so is uh, it like self healing for them? That I don't know. I'm not sure what it does for them uh, in particular. But... Uh, they're, they're basically. It's my understanding. This is a, a painless. Yeah, they're, they're just simply having it sheared off. It's basically they're getting a haircut. Yeah, basically. in fact, they they need to get it. Done, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. As, as they were saying in that story. So, um, all right, and uh, <laughs> there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment, and uh, don't forget our buddy Adam Ferrar is going to be joining us around nine o'clock or so. We'll return shortly. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR Facebook, Twitter, you know the usual places. 
Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order now and receive free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order now and receive free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Kathy took a picture of me earlier, and she's oh, yeah. going to beautify it for me. Let's uh, let's do that later on. Okay. Maybe after we talk to Adam Ferrara, is going to use a, a beauty filter. I saw some of the pre-results. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Isn't that gorgeous? <laughs> it's pretty wild. Hey, I want to mention uh, this uh, charity event that uh, Nick and Casey brought me up to speed on. Nick, can you explain this? Yeah, it's a national contest. Uh, there's a local police officer. He's in the Radnor uh, Township Police Department. His name's Officer Brett Graves. He has a canine partner, and his uh, partner is named Onyx. Onyx is a uh, two-year-old German Shepherd, and this contest uh, could bring in $10,000. Voting ends on uh, Sunday, and Onyx apparently is currently in second place in this Ooh. contest. Yeah, they, so they reached out to all, right? They I, did, I, yeah. Yes, good. I'm glad you're taking care of that. Great. Yeah, and, and so the information's up on the community page on PrestonandSteve.com, but uh, Onyx apparently did really well in canine school, mm. and so he's a, he's a smart smart uh, police officer. And he's a dispatcher, right? He's not a dispatcher. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He, he might you be. don't know how good mm-hmm. they are. But yeah. uh, if you want to vote, you can just go to the uh, community events page on PrestonandSteve.com and help bring in some uh, needed funds. And the, the funds are distributed to canine um, programs across the country. So it's a really great program. Uh, all you have to do is go to our website and you can find out more about it. But vote for him because he's in second place right now. And Excellent. my friend is in a separate canine con- uh, <laughs> contest. Uh, so if you go to my uh, uh, Twitter handle, you can find out how you can vote for Canine Nick. Uh, my friend is a uh, canine officer in Upper Darby. His name is Officer Russo. And uh, Nick, I think, is in, in need of your votes as well. Uh, there are a lot of beautiful canines, but but Nick is the prettiest. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you know, go to, um, uh, it's at Casey Boy Casey on Twitter, and you can... Uh, Find the information there. Excellent. Uh, real quick, I want to do a shout out. Uh, this uh, was written to me, so it says, hey, bitch. Uh, I was wondering if you'd do me a favor and give my husband, John, a big juicy shout out. He tells me all the time that when I die, I heard on Preston and Steve will be written on my tombstone. <laughs> I'm a daily podcaster since moving from Jersey to Pittsburgh a few years ago, and I'm forever telling everyone what I heard on the show. I have asked him to write in and have you guys give me a shout out, but he has never done so. So I figured I'd turn the tables and make him feel super guilty. It doesn't matter when this shout out is because my husband doesn't listen. Still not sure why I married him, but I will be sure to play the podcast for him. Love you all. Thank you so much. And Gadzooks, that is from uh, Shauna A. McClure. So here's a shout out. And that is for your hubby, John. And uh, there you go. Now. It leads me to a couple of uh, emails that I got. And so we started, we, we got on a discussion yesterday uh, about a house that Casey had mentioned before that had a stuffed giraffe in it because there were a couple of giraffe stories in the um, Bizarre Files yesterday. Mm-hmm. And um, 
Then we started asking questions about other odd things. There was somebody had, uh, in fact, I got an email um, that says, uh, this is from, oh, you just wanted me to leave a name out. It says, hey, uh, I was on my way to the zoo while you were talking about the house that used to have the giraffe in the window. While I was unaware of that story, I've actually been a guest at the home with the velociraptor on the porch. Okay, yeah, because someone Wait, had said they had a, a full-sized right. velociraptor. Yes. Is that in Quakertown or something like that? I don't remember. Okay. Uh, I think it was in Delaware County. Uh, but anyhow, she said, while I was unaware of that story, I've actually been a guest at the home with the velociraptor on the porch. <laughs> I have photos somewhere. My husband and I were invited to a Seder, and during the dinner, I dropped a bit of horseradish onto the tablecloth. The horseradish happened to be red, dyed with beet juice, I think. The hostess, who was not the one who did the inviting, yelled at me. The tablecloth was an heirloom or something. Uh, the guy directly across from me at the table mouthed, I'm so, I'm so sorry, and I am eternally grateful for that small kindness. The guy uh, who lived or lives in the home was or is Dino Dan <laughs> of Highlights fame. Oh. I believe he oh, also... Like, really? Yeah, he said, I believe he also designed the spitting dino from Jurassic Park, what? or at least that is what we were told, but that was years ago, and she says, I'm over it, by the way. All right, Dino Dan, and so the this party took place at an Orthodox Jewish... Am I getting everything right here? I don't know if it's Orthodox, but they yeah. were Jewish, but right. uh, they were at a Seder. So anyhow, uh, she said, um, I'm sure uh, I'm sure you are over the Delco story, too, but if this does come up, uh, please don't use my name. Thanks. <laughs> um, so apparently this is another one of those things like, what the hell is that? Who, who the, why do they have a dinosaur on their front right. yard? Uh, so that might be an exclamation of that. We need to find out if that was indeed Dino Dan of Highlights. <laughs> I, that sounds vaguely familiar. Dino to Dan me. does sound familiar, and, and then, so the idea is maybe he designed one of the design the dinosaurs maybe. used in Jurassic Park. But he's local. So here's a here's a text I got yesterday, which might kind of get the ball rolling here. If there's something that you want to add to this, to what the hell is that? Feel free to give us a call. So somebody had texted yesterday, and I wrote this down. Apparently, there's a house in Boyertown. With a twenty-foot-long horn skull in the front yard, and this person wanted to know what the hell is that all about in Boyertown? Twenty-foot horned skull, yes, of some type. Now I have one, one that I've noticed since we bought a um, a, a shore house. Uh, the way that I take to get to our area is I take the Commodore Berry Bridge, right, and I take three twenty-two to fifty-five, and then fifty-five turns into forty-seven, and so on. So anyhow. But at the end of 55, um, it's where you make a turn. There is a compound, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, There's a I know fence all the way around this house. And outside of it, all these, number one, there's a fallen dead tree that's painted all these different colors. And then somebody has taken long poles, uh, which were, you know, fallen trees, I guess, and stack them up in these little teepee shapes all over the place. Huh. And the um, the the wooden fence around it has all these, you know, do not enter, beware of dog. And it's got like, I don't know how many American flags, like 50 of them or something like yeah. that up all over the place. And then there's a parking lot next to it that has these giant concrete barriers that won't allow you to get into it. And I'm wondering, <laughs> Rochelle and I, every time we go by there, we're like, what is that all about? Wow. Yeah. Who is that? First thing that comes to my mind is dry cleaners. Uh, yeah. Does yeah, it really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Uh, but I'm like, is that? Huh. 
Is that an artist? Is that somebody who's a little kooky? Yeah. Is it, I don't really know, but it looks really strange it, to me. It, it, but compoundish is exactly the way I yeah. would respond if I saw something like that. I've driven past that thing so many times, and I never really gave it that close of a look because I just always assumed that the fallen tree that's painted all sorts of colors, and around Christmas they had it all lit up and everything. I thought it was like, you know, essentially an art installation you know, uh, that was started by Mother Nature. You know, essentially, did this tree got you know knocked down by wind so the or, guy, or whatever it is painted it, and, and so rather than right. cut it up and all that sort who, of stuff. Yeah. Who's who's? What about the rest of the stuff? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the right. thing. I don't. That's I never what really I paid because it looks imposing to me. Yeah. When I drive by, I'm like, huh. that's somebody who doesn't want people coming near them. You know, so, so you should go knock on the door. Yeah, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, I saw the it, do not. I, I saw the <laughs> keep away and beware dog signs. and Just thought I'd ask. Yeah, we're daycare over here right uh hang on let's get some calls anything you're curious about like that maybe there are people listening that have some answers for you 215-263-WMMR I uh, keep that uh, text up Nick uh let me go to Chuck hey Chuck good morning hey Preston how are you good what's up buddy hey I just wanted you to know that false facts are yummy are you you having some this morning (laughs) can verify that uh Chuck what did you want to know about so I worked at a golf club in Delaware County for a bunch of years. I wrote you a, a quick letter about how uh, beautiful your feet were. Oh, <laughs> you thank you, up sir. Flyers. But I drove down 352 every day for about six years. Right near Arasafa Farms, there's a house. And at the end of the driveway, there's these two metal-looking pillars and it looks like the vapor towers or whatever they were on uh, was a Tatooine in Star Wars. Okay. I have no clue what those things are supposed to be. Is there some like crazy <laughs> welder back there and he just wanted to show off his abstract art at the end of the driveway? So, okay. so, so Chuck, how, how tall would you say these, these towers are? Uh, they're probably like nine to ten feet tall. It's right near Arasafa Farms right. on uh, 52. Hmm. Huh. All right. Well, we'll put it out there. See yeah. if somebody knows. Yeah. Thanks, man. It. Yeah, sometimes it just drives you crazy, and you just you're you're like, should I just go ask? I know, yeah, I know. Uh, but I'm a little hesitant to do that. Yeah, at the compound. Um, Nick, what was it? Uh, well, so this was one from yesterday, um, and then a lot of people are texting in about the one that you're talking about, Preston, saying that it's a they sell bamboo there. Where? Uh, the one that that you were just describing at the compound. Detail, at the compound, that yeah. they sell bamboo. That it's a bamboo. Oh, farm. Preston. It's Bamboo uh, Compound. You see the commercials on TV all the time. It's Cape May Bamboo Farms, and they sell uh, all sorts of stuff like that. There's no sign out front, um, and it doesn't look like a business, Casey. Well, business is so good, you don't have to advertise. Right. Well, when you're selling bamboo in Jersey, the world is your oyster. I mean, they put up uh, concrete barriers just so you can't get in. Right. Yeah. I, I don't Create know that if, demand. if they know it's, if they, if it's the same place or not. Okay. Maybe yeah, what happened. there's happen- no signs here. Yeah, no you looking sign. at it? I look, yeah, looking at the street view. Although it looks me, like it could be nice let me on see. the inside. So, Kathy, is it perhaps... That's the street view. Oh, so, <laughs> Preston, what probably happened is their, their business was so um, often, um, you know, trafficked, and I'm sure long lines, bamboo lines, <laughs> that they had to close off the parking lot with the things sure. just to make sure people didn't congregate because of COVID. It's, and it's a traffic hazard. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, here's a text that says, there's a place on 222 in Berks County... That has life-size dinosaurs and other animals for sale. The Velociraptor that sat outside disappeared about three months ago. Someone must have bought it. Um, well, I don't know if that's this is the one. I'm, I don't know if this is in Berks County or not. But that sounds like if they're for sale, then they're for sale. Um, this is right. Velocisator. Let me go to uh, Tom. Hey, Tom. Good morning. 
Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, I drive through Washington Crossing every morning, and there's a house with a Sasquatch statue, and okay. they dress it up for every holiday. <laughs> like, for the last four months, it's had a COVID mask on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? You can order, so I've seen those, and, and SkyMall actually used to have, we, we were mentioning SkyMall the other day, uh, the, the on-flight, uh, in-flight catalog, they used to have a company that would sell a six-and-a-half-foot Sasquatch for your lawn. Uh, I, actually, I've always flirted with the notion of getting one of those. So where, where is this again, Tom? It's in Washington Crossing. Huh. Hmm. Do you think this might be that what that is, Steve? I, it sounds like it. I, you know, is it is it the classic? Um, does the Sasquatch look like the classic uh, Sasquatch like featured in the video, or the film? It. There's a film. There's a classic film of the of the uh, Bigfoot walking away. And does that is that what the Sasquatch looks like? Yeah, that's it. The okay. Yeah. Bigfoot. It's got to right. be. It's got to be a Sky Mall Sasquatch. Thanks, Tom. Uh, I will go. Let me see. I don't want to hear what your grandparents used to have. Let's uh, let's go to somebody who doesn't know what this thing is that they're looking for. Uh, I will go to Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Good morning. Hey, Dorton. 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 <laughs> yes. What's up, Ryan? Hey. So I've always wondered what. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys have ever seen it down off off of Route Nine on the by all like the shore point. Uh, when you get more south, there's a bunch of like door frames. Yes, is that like a church or something. Yes, yeah. I always wonder what that is. What is it? Okay, so it is next to a church. Yeah, and there yeah. are like four or five door frames that are just sitting in a field. They're yeah. sitting straight up, as if you were going to open the door into another right. reality or something like that. Huh. And one of them says that you've never noticed those. No. Guys? One's green, one's white. There, there are a couple different colors, no. and and one of them has some words on it, but I couldn't. There's no words on it. I can't read it. Is it? No, I couldn't tell what it is. But I know yeah, exactly like what you're talking about, Ryan. And I, I thought yeah. it had something to do with the church next door, but I don't know for sure. Preston, is yeah. it possible it's a development that they just started building? Yeah, yeah. and they just began <laughs> Start with, with the, the front doors. door. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cool. There are, there are a few interesting little art uh, things. I like that. Out on the road. On that particular trip down, Case, there's the, there's, thanks for your call, by the way, Ryan. Yeah, uh, no there, there's an auto place or, or maybe a scrap place that has a face that's made out of uh, various uh, pieces of cars. Freaking! I've been looking at. I I, I have no oh, idea. It's, what it's you're old about. and rusty. It's clearly been there for decades. Huh? And you, you pass by it all the time. And you don't really on. look around while you're driving down there. Sometimes I do. Okay. I guess I I just He's didn't look at that one. No, <laughs> there's. Uh, it looks like a face, and uh, yeah, there are certain things that I every time I pass it, I can't not look at it. Like uh, it's on a, a three forty seven, I believe. But there's a pond, right, Steve? <laughs> and. There's a water slide that goes into the pond, but this yes. water slide... It looks disgusting. It's so rusted. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. So if we're talking about disgusting water slides, yeah. and we used to work at One River Road in uh, Conchi. Yes. And there, there was a house along that... I know which one you're talking Skookle about. ...school that had a pool yeah. slide yeah. into the river. I, I, uh, I know how you feel about it, Steve, but there was a part of me... That wanted to go on that slide yeah, into the river. Jesus, I was like, looking really? Like, yeah, that, why I, not I, a diving board over your cesspool? <laughs> I know, but looking at it, I'm like, I, going down the slide, I yeah. would have uh, regretted the decision to go down the slide. <laughs> but looking at it, I'm like, yeah, I want to go down that slide. On lake properties, there's a lot of times on docks you'll see uh, sure. regular swimming pool slides, but rivers kind of a little schoolgirl. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> little risky. Yeah. Uh, but that one you're talking about, Case, that looks gross. Yeah. I'm like, did anybody ever go down that <laughs> yeah. thing? Was it a decoration? Yeah. Uh, Brandon has a comment on the uh, skull in Boyertown uh, that we had mentioned. Hi, Brandon. Good morning. Good morning, it. Good, Good morning, morning, it. What's up, bud? Not much. That skull 
is true. It is absolutely massive. Okay. And he's leaning up against this big, like, tree. I don't know what kind of tree it is. Yeah. But at night, the eyes glow red or uh, green. <laughs> what? That's cool. Yeah, and, he's got, like, LED lights inside of it. It's really neat. And so, Brandon, does anybody know anything about it? Like, who put it there or what, what it's supposed to be? I don't know. It looks like it's handmade, like somebody made this thing for okay. some kind of, like, parade. Okay. And he just kept it. The skull parade. The yard. All right. yeah, yeah. No, I do. Thanks, man. I do dig that, though. You're right, Preston. Sometimes, if you tour a lot around, you know, when I was doing stand-up and I was touring all over the place and just going every back road everywhere, you would see people who just lived out in the middle of nowhere. And, and like, you know, the classic thing is, like, the car is buried in the ground, like, the, mm-hmm. you know, the Cadillac farm or whatever. And you'd see people who just decided to do stuff like that. And I, I always thought it was very cool and goofy. Somebody not too far from where we live uh, in Harleysville, I guess, I guess they got this from a parade or something. I don't know what. <laughs> but it's, like, a giant paper mache pirate i mean by giant i mean like 20 feet tall really yes uh and it's just laying on its side on their side driveway just falling apart Mm -hmm. do you know what i see a lot i don't know why they needed it but they you know in my neighborhood there is a they have a the people have a large red i mean flaming red bear on wooden bear on their front lawn yeah and they um and it's you can use it as a landmark when you see the bear, you're close to us. So on top of the Frontier Saloon on 420, they have all of these um, giant animals. And, you know, it's like a bear and a horse. And the thing is that those animals used to be, there was a miniature golf course right behind it. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't, you know, it was a part of a, a different establishment. And when that thing closed, they took all of the... Things that decorated each right, hole, and they right. put it on top of the uh, on top of the bar. What happened to so the the jackass, uh, the famous with, uh, scene where they're driving around the old um, the, the the putting range or golf course? Yeah, uh, it's in, I think it's in the first movie or yeah. at least the series. Yeah, that was on two or two o two, I should say. Yep, right. That had a lot some of that stuff as well, didn't it? I think like, it did. like large ducks and weird things oh, out yeah, on the, yeah, 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 really yeah. old. Yeah, yeah, it had a dinosaur. It had a T Rex. Yeah, I remember we we played there <laughs> as it was about crumbling apart. I'll tell you what, if I wasn't married to my wife, I probably would have all that dumb stuff in my front yard as well. <laughs> right, you know, yeah. I had this brilliant idea that she poo pooed right away. Uh, you know the um, tricycle that I have. Yeah. Well, it's got a basket in the back, and I was like, what if? I spray paint that thing all white, and then I turn the back of it into a planner, and I could put that in the front garden. She's like, what the freak? Why would you? No. You, not a not, fan. No, and I, I would probably be that guy who turned a toilet into a planner and put it right. in my front yard. Uh, by it's the way, I'm, look, I'm looking up uh, Cape May Bamboo. I don't think this is the same place. No? Yeah. I, I, don't, think this, I, I don't think this is a business. It says right under your, your, your bamboo compound. Yeah, I don't know. It looks, I don't know. It looks like somebody... Somebody's home, residence. Uh, all right, anyhow. Uh, here we go, here we go. Ken knows, he lives in New Jersey, he knows all these places that we brought up. Hi, Ken, good morning. Ken, my name is Tim. Oh, Tim. Tim. Hey, Tim, what's up, bud? Nothing much. So to keep me a bamboo, that place that you guys are passing on 55, that is the original store. It's actually also the guy's residence. Down the road is a town called Heisterville on 347. Okay. That's the new Cape May and Bamboo. If you're going to the... Uh, East Point Lighthouse. You'll pass everything on the left-hand side. All right. Well, what's that's with the, what's with that giant painted tree that's fallen down? And 
And so basically the guy was like, when you got lemons, you, you make your lemonade type deal. So when the tree fell down, he started decorating. He had a King Kong type structure out there for a little while too. <laughs> okay. Basically as, as things just popped up, because also he lives next to the water. And when storms came in, things would always wash up on, in, in the river, the Marsh River. He would just take stuff and put it down there. Just the average, like just to decorate his front yard. I think the guy is a little off, but his business is further down the road. Okay, all right, good because it didn't look like a business. All right, yeah, all right. Thank you. All right, what about the door? What about the door frames? Twenty-five years ago, that was a business. Now it's not anymore. Now it's just his residence. His business is down. All right, which makes sense because of the parking lot next to it. Okay. Yes. Now I believe the town is called Ocean Acres. It's between like Ocean City and like it's further down that way. On Route 9. That's a Seventh-day Adventist. It was back in the 90s. He put those doors in. It was sort of like a project for, like, the kids, though. Like, you know, they have their own problems. They can walk through the doors. I feel like they're with Jesus again. That was the whole deal. And then it sort of just fell apart. Okay. And they just left the doors there. So now it's just sort of creepy that you can just drive by. Okay. So uh, it was kind of a um, religious statement. Yeah, it was a, It was. A, it was an exercise. Right. They do a sword. Okay. Yeah, so Door exercise. exercises. It's just left there as like a memorial type deal. Okay. And, they, and people still get involved with it. I know they have weddings, and they, they, some of the people actually walk through the doors and the wedding's oh, over. Okay. That's kind of cute. Yeah. I got it. All right. Anything else, Tim? Uh, you also have that slide you're talking about on old 347 <laughs> yeah. that used to be an old campground on the backside of Belle Plaine State Forest. Ah, uh, they okay. stopped having people go through it when somebody got cut with a rusty nail. They got cut with a rusty nail. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys possibly remember Lake Nummy, which is that lake that is attached to it. Yeah. They had to shut it down because they had a fecal matter back in the 90s. Mm. Sounds like a great camp. <laughs> what do yeah. we have? Fecal-filled lake, rusty slide, and nails for all the kids. Yeah, they actually shut down the entire lake for a summer. They had to cut the stream off because somebody pooped in the water, and it became like a like a health and safety hazard because they contacted Trenton. Did you watch? Um, did you guys watch the Adventure uh, Park uh, documentary? No, yes. no, it's the Action Park. Action Park. Action Park. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's Action Park. Did you watch it? I Kathy? watched it. Yeah. Oh my God! At a certain point, the wave pool they broke down. What was in that wave pool? Oh, no, the fecal matter. Yeah, the whole. I Blood. mean, and the thing also that was about that wave pool was it because it wasn't salt water. Regular salt water would keep you buoyant in a wave situation. Peep, they were jumping in every 10 minutes oh, to oh. save drowning people. Well, and it, because it was a little more, it was like actual big waves. Like if yeah. you go to a wave pool now, right. it's like, you know, it's like a tiny yeah. little like ripple that, that you get. These were like actual like crashing waves. They were like saving. Foot breakers. My, my aunt was rescued. My aunt was, was in there and was, she's like, I was drowning and they had to, the lifeguard, the teenage lifeguard had to go in and get her. Hey, by the way, Tim, somebody wants to know if you do tours of New Jersey. <laughs> he should. I they won. They showed the various post offices where I work and I can explain all these stories to them. Uh, yes, I absolutely. Believe it. I'm a union man. Tim, uh, I have a follow-up question. So when you're headed on 347, if you're headed south, it's on the left-hand side, this camp that you were talking about, right? Yep. Yes. It's like a really sharp bend. It's yeah. like, like it's, it's sort of smooth sailing. All of a sudden, you got to slam on your brakes right. and go like 20 miles an hour rush. You're going to go to the woods. It's next to uh, a llama farm where you can buy socks and wool. And uh, good. Yeah, yeah I, I prefer alapacas. But um, when you're looking at the at the at those um, ponds, there are still like docks in the water with um, places where you can is, – is any of that camp still open? Um, I think now they become private residents. Uh, I'm sure if you ask the people nicely, they'll let you jump off in there. Uh, sure, you want to jump in the fecal lake? Go right ahead. 
Well, they cleaned it out okay. since the mid '90s, so now that anything's in there, it's just subverted. Like they're, they're not, we're not advertising like we used to. I apologize. All right, yeah, maybe, no. maybe maybe we should. Maybe that's like the old slogan. Hey, come back to the old poops. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim. Thanks for the heads up, man. Wow. What a BS. Take care. Uh, adios, uh, Ciao, Bella. The uh, he mentioned the East, po- uh, East Point Lighthouse, and I, I haven't been there myself, but my cousin's been there. He says it's a great place to watch the sunset. Okay, uh, let me go to somebody who else wants to know what the hell that is. I'm going to go to Zach. Hey, Zach. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, buddy? I just want to say I'm a huge fan. I listen to you guys every morning uh, on my way to work. Nice. Appreciate it, um, man. Yeah, and then I was saying that I saw every um, time I go down the shore, the Black Horse Pike and May's Landing, there is about a 25-foot-tall pyramid statue made out of hubcaps. <laughs> okay. Is it in front of a business or anything? Uh, yes, it's in front of a junkyard. Oh, it is? Okay. Slash bamboo dealership. Right. <laughs> All right, so, so they, I guess, just decided to do something eye-catching with some of their junk, so they put that up there. Oh, we're looking at a picture of it, Preston. Oh, that's uh, ugly. Uh, yeah. But- but I guess if you're a junkyard, it's, I guess that's something you're really going for. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Yeah, ain't the prettiest, but. <laughs> thanks, Zach. We appreciate it, man. No. Thanks for listening, too, bud. We appreciate that. It's not pretty at all. No. Uh, let me go to Heather. Good morning, Heather. Good morning, It. Good, Good morning, morning it. it. What's up, Heather? Well, right on Lincoln Drive. I have no idea what this is, but if you're on Lincoln Drive from the city, Steve, you've probably seen this in the wintertime when there's less foliage. But on Lincoln Drive, on the corner of Wayne Avenue, on the left-hand side, if you're headed towards Mount Airy, or on the right-hand side, if you're headed towards Mount Airy, there is this pink statue. Yes. Right. It looks like a woman in motion running away from the house. Yeah, yeah. No but it looks like a, a flamingo, too. I've seen it. Yeah, yes. yeah. And it looks like it's maybe that private residence's little friend. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's because there's a couple more things there as well, if you look carefully. On that yard, but I know exactly what you're talking about. It, there, there's, there's, a, there's a couple of things along Lincoln Drive. There's, there's one point at which there's sort of a, a small field, and you look off to the right, and there's appears to be something like a toll booth that's just in the field. It's just, yeah, it's up adjacent on the, the a road that sort of runs perpendicular uh-huh. to Lincoln, and it's this. Booth like like a toll booth, but I, I like what the hell could that possibly be? Is there a, a, a crossing nearby there? Maybe it was it used to be like a crossing guard. or Not something Not that like I that? can discern. It just okay. seems like kind of stuck in the middle of nowhere. That's that's Mount Airy. Did you, you see the 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 um, elephant in the yard? There used to be an elephant in the yard of somebody's front yard. Not no rainbow elephant. I have not seen the elephant. There, there are a lot, a lot of cool houses in that general area where they just have. That's the area where the red bear is. Right. Yeah. Well, that's why you moved up. Right? That's right. right. <laughs> Thank you, Heather. Thanks, Appreciate guys. it. All right. Um, yeah, some people put these interesting sculptures out there. But uh, the things that you pass by that are not residential, though, where they're, like you said, the doors in a field. Yeah. Like, yeah, why? Yeah. What is that? What's that all about? What the F is that? Like the metal towers, the guy said at uh, Aris, near Arisafa Farm. Still no, no answer for that. Nobody has texted well, in about that. Our we friend don't... Murph just emailed us. Okay. With pictures of them. He just drove past them. Uh, oh. They're really weird looking. So check your email because um, Murph sent them in. I, it, he doesn't explain what they are. It's just photos. Of, they look like they're out of Star Wars. I mean, they look like um, yeah, like the, the listener was describing. Yeah, like they're from... Uh, Tatooine or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Just go knock on the door and ask the people what they are. If you're a, like a moisture farmer or something like that, they would have these there. Oh, wow. Just say you're a reporter for Preston and Steve. Yeah, that's exactly what that looks like. Yeah. You're right. Let me say... Here, in case it's sideways, but... Um, oh. 
Yeah. Yeah, actually, it looks okay. very much. Maybe that's what they were attempting to do. Yeah, maybe. Replicate uh, Tatooine. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I will go next to Samantha. Hey, Samantha. Hi, how are you? Good. Good morning, it. <laughs> so, uh, uh, there's a there's a house, just a regular house, uh, nothing special about it, in Maple Shade, New Jersey. And out front is a mannequin. So, but they dress it up for every holiday and even regular, like, everyday things. Uh, so, like, for back to school, they'll dress it up in, like, a schoolgirl outfit and give it books or a book bag or something. Right. Uh, when, I don't know why, but, like, they'll put it in, like, fancy gowns, and it's just outside on the front and nothing else. Yeah, okay. that's a quir- it's a quirky thing. I, I think those are, like, I, I do that. I'll, I'll put things out on the on the front lawn, just kind of, you know, a little hidden thing over in the side of it, like a flower garden now and then, just to keep things ex- interesting. What's but, what's something that you would put up? Thanks for your call, by the way. Uh, like, I, I have a, I have a zombie perpetually crawling out of the ground. Oh, like, really? Like year-round. Did you get that from the Sky Mole uh, thing as well? Because I've seen those. Front gate. Front gate, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, and so <laughs> that's pretty cool. It's just, it's, and if you walk past, it, you would not notice it, and then you'll see people stop and go, "Oh, we have nothing out front, but in, in the backyard, I have like a, a small uh, Sasquatch statue that's coming out of the sure. the, the shrubs." Sure, and, yeah. And we have, uh, you know, we have some gnomes and yeah. things like that that are yeah. just kind of like fun that. to place around. A little bit of character, but no, uh, no weird object out in front of the home. So. All right. Well, we got it. We got a handful of answers, but not a whole not, lot. Not as many as I had hoped for. Uh, we had more, more questions. More questions. Yeah, yeah, great. So we don't know about the the Boyertown skull, uh, about the Washington Crossing Sasquatch, about the metal towers uh, near Arisaf Farms on three fifty two. Yeah, these mysteries may linger, or maybe we'll uh, get some answers on social media. We'll find out about that. All right. Well, thank you for your calls. We appreciate it. I want to take a break because we got a friend. Who's checking in with us? He's a good friend, and he will be appearing at Helium Comedy Club tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. Adam Ferrara. Yeah! When we return, so stay with us. Get your hands on some awesome merch at MMR's Rock Shop. Get shopping at WMMR.com now. All the merch that rocks. Always happy to welcome our next guest, and happy to hear that he is going to be in town tonight and tomorrow on Saturday, normally be sitting right here to my left. But yeah. uh, that's not happening yet. We'll get around to that eventually. Uh, let's welcome him on board. He's at Helium Comedy Club and the early show on Saturday already sold out a sign that says you need to buy your tickets right now. Yeah. Please welcome Adam Ferraro hey, hey. to the show. Good day to you, Adam. How are you, my friends? I wish I could be in studio with you, too. But apparently there's a lot going on. How yeah, a few things. That's the word. We're hanging in there, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, uh, finally the weather's broken. It had been gray and and cold and just it, it, it was getting old. We're sick of it. February needs to be over. So, But it's getting better. Yeah. How about you? That's good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad, I'm glad to be back on this coast when the weather got nice. We're in California like, oh, my God, it's so cold. It's 60. Yeah, Walk it off. yeah exactly. Walk it off. <laughs> yeah. You got you get your fair share of crap out there, though, with uh, all sorts of other stuff. So, yeah. Every, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a zoo. That's why I'm glad to come back home. Like, I couldn't come home for Thanksgiving. So what I did, um, and my mother's like, you know, my mother's wearing a mask. Says, Stay in the driveway. I'm high risk. Okay, mom. <laughs> Uh, I I read something a weather phenomenon that that was happening last week on the West Coast, which is called the Pineapple Express. You guys yeah. ever heard of yeah. that? I have. Yeah, uh, th- I thought it was weed. Yeah, 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 yeah me yeah, too. Yeah. And therefore, I m- led to me reading the article, but it turned out to be a weather thing. So, yeah, but 
Nah, it's been nice weather. The snow's melting, so you're going to enjoy. You'll be able to walk around Philly if you want to a little bit and uh, take in some of the city. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I look forward to it all the time. Yeah, it's Pineapple Express. Great. Now it's raining weed in California. <laughs> Where was what? this when I was a kid? Why not? Well, you know, hey. Jersey now has yeah. recreational uh, pot. Who's got it? Jersey. Yeah, they haven't oh, got yeah. it. They, they haven't. They haven't put it out. I mean, the, the law is official. It's going to be yeah. another six, eight months or whatever before you can go out and just you know score a bag, as we right, used yeah. to say back in the day. Right. I had to go to some weirdo's basement and make believe I was friends for <laughs> you could, And you couldn't just walk in yeah. and out, man. You had to linger for a while. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, please, play that Neil Young album again. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'd love to hear your poetry. Are yeah. you kidding me? And did the guy, and Adam, did the guy usually have like a tarantula in a terrarium? Yes. It was yeah. always time for the snake to be fed. <laughs> yeah. Some Dude, my guy had an alligator. I, I, I swear to God, he had an alligator. My guy had a, a an autopsy table. Oh, jeez. Ah. I kid you not. Yeah, the, yeah. the kind that's got a little sink right. uh, attached to it, and it's slightly leaning so that the blood would drain down. Yeah, Crispin oh. Glover had one of those. Oh, the good old yeah. days. Yeah. One time he took the alligator out to clean the tank. I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me my uh, <laughs> yes. pod. Uh, well, that's wild. So, but you've been in California. This is old hat. You you guys have had uh, recreational for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, you could walk in. You know, they have they have like uh, you know sommeliers to help you. Hello, <laughs> I'll be your bud tender. You know, and, and, and they they ask you, you know, what strings. You want to sleep? You want to think? You're just hungry? They got everything you want. When I was a kid, I'm like, could be parsley, could be wheat. Let's get out of here. Oregano in a bag. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and you know, a friend of mine, it was several years ago when it was more of a novelty that, that uh, California had legalized it. It was there and and got it delivered. And just you would thought... Yeah. That 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 she had, you know, somebody had printed their own yeah. money and, and it was legitimate legal tender. I mean, it was like that special of a thing. Yes, they got the, the, the delivery in California. All right, now, the downfall is it takes them forever to find you out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're going to get a call. Like, dude, you have a dog? I hear barking. I think I'm here. Flick the lights. I'm hungry. <laughs> Do you remember years ago, I remember being in school, and it was when they tied in, um, when Angel Dust became a thing. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's, it's laced mm-hmm. with Angel. I think they even did an after-school yeah. special, didn't Helen they? Helen Hunt. Yeah. 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 Helen Hunt jumped out the window. I remember that, yeah. Nick. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because what his name told the story, the guy from Devo was at Studio 54 and took the hit off. It was a story. My cousin took the hit off the wrong joint. Now he thinks he's a dog. He keeps peeing <laughs> on him. You know, and it always try to scare you. There was always a fear, too, that it, that if you bought some from somebody that, that you didn't know that, dude, that, that could be laced with something. Yeah. yeah. And in hindsight, I'm thinking about... Like, that guy's going to give away his best drugs as a joke <laughs> yeah. uh, to just pull on somebody else, you know? Yeah, you know, you never, it was, it was, it was just weird. First of all, it was part of the romance was going to get it, yeah. you know? It's like, now you can just walk into a store. It's like, and, and you had to, like, do things. When we were kids, you had, you had to work for it. You had to pick out seeds and stems, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right? exactly. Now it's all vape. It's like, there's no smell. I said, are you kidding me? When I was a kid, I had to shove a dryer sheet into a toilet paper tube and blow it out my window. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and we, yeah. hope the breeze was not blowing back to my parents' side of the house, because now my mother's up, like, Joe, they're doing their laundry in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> all those, all those things you had. So I, I was never a, uh, a, a user myself, but a, a lot of my friends were were uh, very much into it. And uh, and yeah, the the, the sort of um, 
devices you'd have to design, uh, you know, to, uh, to to elude the parents. But I don't you always suspect that everybody, they, they knew what was going on regardless? Yeah, it's like there's always a blind. Like, I would always tell my mother the truth about what we did. Oh, and really? Yeah. Like, what'd you do tonight? Ah, you know, we hung around deli, tried to get older kids to buy us beer. Oh, go to bed. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> my conscience is clear. The yeah. honesty can be appreciated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is good. Hey, um, Adam, on a different note, I wanted to ask you um, about your podcast you do. You do a lot of things. You do you, you do a, a Facebook Live uh, stream yeah. every single week. You do a podcast. What's been going yeah. on? That's been fun. We uh, who's on, oh, this week is Adam Ray, uh, comic. He's also on The Young Rock on NBC. Plays Vince McMahon. Yeah, he's so, great. He's great. Yeah, he dropped today, and I was and I was speaking of my mother. So Thanksgiving, I can't get home, right? So I I put my mother on the podcast just to say hello, tell stories, and say look, who, who else, whoever else can't be home, your family's here, and you know, call them. So my mother tells me this story that I had no idea. Well, my father was dying; he had cancer. So I was I was sitting with him the whole ride. It's late at night. We both know it's near the end. He's, he's having a little trouble sleeping. I finally get him to bed. He looks up, and he's like, hey, kid, if the stories are true, I'm going to get to see my father again. I don't know if I'll be able to see my grandfather because I think he killed the guy. And he <laughs> fell asleep. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So so he, he, he leaves me with this. I'm like, guys, I can't wake him up. I just took me, took me two hours to get him to sleep. I walk into the kitchen. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. There's my mother. She's in a robe making a cup of tea. I'm like, Ma, great-grandpa killed the guy? She's like, Adam, don't listen to your father. He never killed nobody. He was just a wheel man. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> it was just a driver for the mob. Yes, I go. What do you mean? He's like, well, during the depression, Joe Bananas used to import fruit. That's how he got his name. So your great grandfather drove for him. Well, they did a job. Something went bad. He took the weight. He did a dime upstate, and that's how we got the little bungalow in Port Jets. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Because why? When he got out, they gave him that little house. Believe me, if you take somebody out, you get a bigger payday than that piece of crap house in Sound Beach. Go to bed. (laughs) Well, still, Port Jeff has a lovely ferry system, so that's at least... That was fun. Wow. It's why, you know, it's, it's, um, wow. so we have, a, we have a guy who calls in Lou, um, you know, and he, we, we know he has a connection, uh, you know, to uh, to uh, the the mob mafia stuff. life mob stuff, but it's funny because we were ta- watching the news this morning, Adam, and they just Ooh. let Sammy the Bull out of jail, and okay. uh, yeah, and you know he, I remember when you'd see a picture of this guy, you would see, okay, this guy is a is a, a bloodlusting murderer, and now he's just this pathetic old man. It's just wild. Yeah. Doesn't matter. People don't forget. Okay, we're going to let you out. We're also going to put it on the news. Good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> you are exactly right. Yeah, I mean, because there's there's a lot of people who are not pleased with Sammy the Bull. Yeah. yeah. Look, Italians don't carry a grudge. We dress it up. It's called a vendetta. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild about your great grandfather, man. Have you? Are there any other family secrets that have that have come out of the out of the blue like yes. that? Oh, on that part, first of all, my, my wife went on, uh, uh, I don't know if she found it, but she found an article in New York Times. Frank Ferrara recanted his statement. She found it. Oh, my uh, God. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, there was that. There was um, my great-grandmother. Um, I thought that she used to hide. They had an apartment up in the Bronx, and I thought that she used to hide Legs Diamond, you know, in the um, – Yep. And the Godfather said, we're going to the mattresses. Well, they would go to safe houses. So my great-grandmother – 
how to say it. So I thought it was her that hid Legs Diamond. My mother went, my mother said, no, that wasn't her. That was her sister. Oh, I'm sorry. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it that's wild. Yeah, I, she would hide Legs Diamond. He'd go to the mat. I think she was on the mattress for him, too. I can't swear <laughs> to that, but. Hey, yeah. uh. <laughs> Listen, Adam. Looking at the the list of people that you've had on your on your podcast, uh, I know Steve Byrne was on recently. We love Steve Byrne. Yeah, sweetheart. Uh, he's he's a great guy, and he's always got some great stories. But looking at this uh, this list, uh, last year you had Ralph Macchio stop by. Yeah, we did. A, I did a movie with Ralph, and we became we became friendly. I mean, he he's he, he's out on Long Island, and. I made a joke about Dairy Barn, which is a drive-through deli. Know it well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're from Long Island, you make that joke, you're instant friends because, you know, we've, we've, we've drank water from the same well. So, yeah, he was, he was yeah, on. He was great. Uh, we, we've fall. I've, uh, a lot of us here have fallen in love with uh, Cobra Kai. I don't know if you've watched the series or yes. not. Yes. First of all, they did it great because they updated it, but I still get... What I get from it, I get the comfort of when I was a kid. Yep. So I get and I sit in that, and then I see how their lives progressed, and I went, you know what? I haven't done so bad for myself. <laughs> yeah, I've I've watched through it all multiple times. My wife and I watch it, and we had my daughter watch it, and it, we just finished it, the whole thing, all three seasons again the other Ooh. night. And I got done. I'm like, God damn it, this is a great show. Yeah, and they did it right, and Ralph held out too. Like he had a couple of offers to redo stuff and redo another movie, and he just said, nah, 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 but. The guys that did this were huge fans because I while we did a movie called Lost Cat Corona and it was, he was just beginning to start this process. So you know when you're on a movie set, you become close. You, yeah, you live together, and the whole second act was just me and him running around. So we were it was just me and him for like a couple of weeks, and he was telling me, and I said, "This sounds great." And you could see he was excited about doing it, and uh, and he was very aware of the meaning that that character and that franchise has in people's lives, and, and he's a good uh, shepherd of it. So, uh, yeah, I think he did a great That's job. That's cool. Adam, you also had on one of my uh, favorite Jeopardy contestants, uh, Buzzy Cohen. He, he's a really fascinating guy, really interesting dude. Um, and he, he's a good champion, too. Uh, yeah. what, was, what was that like? That was great. First of all, he won four hundred and over $400,000. Yeah. And and he was messing with Alex Trebek. You know, he would, yeah. like, he would forego a bet. Like at the end, he wouldn't bet anything, but he would just to write a message for Alex. He would say, "I'm coming back tomorrow, Trebek." <laughs> <laughs> no, they, I, I, we're we're massive fans of the show. Have you? Did you see uh, Ken uh, uh, hosting? And uh, right now, the executive producer is hosting. Yeah, the executive, and then Aaron Rodgers is going to host it. Yep. That's the word, and apparently he's 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 a big fan of it. But I, I got to say, between Ken Jennings and this executive producer, I think they've got two super viable. You know, replacements for Alex because you, you got to have there's that that zone you got to be in, and I mm-hmm. think both these guys have. Obviously, Ken has you know the right of being the goat, the greatest of all time with Jeopardy. Right. But this executive producer, I'm like, oh man, this is going to be narcissism about the yin yang, and the guy's actually really good. Yeah, he was, and he has a presence too. It's like he's not he's not too. You can tell he's in charge of it, but he's not arrogant about it. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Even because because Ken has a sense of humor and a sarcastic. Uh, sense of humor, but he tamps it down when he's doing his hosting. So I think you, need, you let the game play, and you don't get yeah. in the way of it. Yeah, and I think that that's that's the important thing. Have you uh, on that show. have you ever been, you, have you ever been approached for uh, for uh, Celebrity Jeopardy or or any? No, I'm, I'm not smart enough. <laughs> 
I'm, here's the thing what they have in New York, and I'm sure you, you remember this. 7 o'clock was Jeopardy. Then yeah. you feel like an idiot, so they put on Wheel of Fortune. Right. It's, 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 yeah, it's the same here. It's the same here. Yeah, yeah. And, and, we do, we do, and we do the same thing. You know it's great when they have, like, the uh, the, the college uh, uh, championships because it's like okay now I'm gonna now I'm gonna be okay yeah. oh even better the 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 high school ones oh, yeah, are yeah. like oh I'm yeah. killing it or even the celebrity ones yeah. they, they dumb them down so yeah it's great mm-hmm. uh, no, that's terrible the, the wheel of fortune that actually proved to be too much for my mother she can't take the pressure <laughs> uh, she's we watch it it'd be seven thirty. Dinner's almost over. The TV, the little black and white TV on when I was a kid, and she's watching Wheel of Fortune, screaming like, "It's a W, it's an L." Yes, the Lizard of Oz. That's what they <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, television, you have an episode of NCIS coming up next month, right? Yes, March 9th, I'm guest starring on uh, NCIS, and subsequently on that Thursday, my podcast, Emily Wickersham, who plays Agent Bishop, is on my show as well. It was a lot of fun. We shot it during COVID, so here's what they got to do. You got to get tested, right? Yeah. So I I go to get tested, and uh, then what happens is they send you an email, like 3 o'clock in the morning, if you're you're cool to go to work, and the studio is on the same email chain, so they send you a QR code that you put on your phone, and when you show up, they beep it, they beep, you're allowed in the studio, and you can go to work. Okay, so I go to get the test, and uh, and I'm still sweating it out. You know, it's a test. Sure. You know, if I'm, I'm, I'm 16 years old again, banging on the, my girlfriend's bathroom door while she's trying to pee on a stick. Like, is it blue? <laughs> is it blue? <laughs> and you so know, a, okay. no, the, the truth of the matter is, there's a lot of times there are false positives. And, yeah, and, I got scared about that. Yeah, and, and listen, you could be absolutely fine. You know, these are things that, and, and if it, it were to kill, I'm sure everyone's sweating because they have you cast in this role, and you have the, all the actors. And I mean, you'd have to you have to keep shutting down production. So that's yeah. that's something to consider. So you're sweating bullets. Yeah. So you show. I go to the testing site, and it it, it looks like Silkwood. Everyone's in like you know the uh, the hazmat suit. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm waiting for shit. They hose down chair. Yeah. <laughs> I turn the corner. There's a has. There's a kid in a hazmat suit. I go to get up to him, and he, he puts his hand. And he goes stop. He yells, and I go huh, what? But don't get so close. And he hands me one of those long Q-tips, you know, with just the fuzz on one end. Right. Goes, swab your mouth. All right. So I swab my mouth. I did what I had to do. I go to hand him back. He goes to grab the Q-tip. And I went, stop. And he went, what? I go, oh, you don't like it. <laughs> well done. So uh, the other guy laughs. He takes the thing. He gives me the test. And now I go home and I'm sweating it out. And I go to bed early because I got to be up, you know. And, but now I'm starting to sweat. I'm starting like, I'm like, this is just my mind. My mind is just running. Just stop it. But I'm getting hotter. And I'm like, oh, geez, did I catch something? Did I catch something at the site? I can't believe this. I'm not going to be able to work. Then my dog jumps on me. Can I give it to the dog? I don't want to affect my dog. Right. My wife gets in the bed. I'm like, I got to go sleep in a shed. I can't affect my family. My wife leans over to me. He's like, are you warm enough, honey? I'm like, oh, yeah. She's like. I bought a mattress pad heater and it's on low. I turn out, so I passed and everything was good, but it was a weird thing because you couldn't, it's not like being on a set, you know, where you walk around and you can hang out and make up. You can make the girls in wardrobe last. You can get something to eat. You got to stay in your room. They give you a mask and a face shield, one person in the makeup trailer. And th- this is, this is how, this is how weird it got. I didn't even get the first team makeup trailer. You know who did my makeup? The guy that does the cadavers. <laughs> That's who did my makeup. Oh my God. I'm in the prop trailer with a dead body next to me and he's going, you know, I usually do this on people that aren't breathing. I'm thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
That's why. Oh so, God. so have you done a fair amount of um, of filming on various things with the COVID restrictions? No, it's like this. I was happy to get this one in on NCIS because I was reading they shut down NCIS LA soon after we got this one in the can. But the NCIS, the mothership, the one I did is up in Magic Mountain. So, ah. uh, yeah, yeah, that one's at Warner Brothers. So it's a little less congested. Uh, I had I had this movie that I was supposed to do, and then. You know, COVID shut it down, pushed it. You know, it's like is this a, pop is, up and pop down. Is this but, that movie Wake that I was just reading about? Yeah, that one is on. Uh, it's still in pre-production, so okay. You know, we're trying to again. It, it no one knows. You know, it's like yeah. I was so happy that 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 this is happening. I said, I'm coming. I'm. I don't care. I'm coming. I got to get out of the house. I'm <laughs> driving my wife insane. What about why women kill? Is that is that still? Uh... I think they're shooting now, but I think. What they're doing now, it's an anthology. Like, I did the first season, and the next season, they're going to change the cast. It's okay. like the American Horror Story. So mm-hmm. I think they're shooting. I got a couple of friends on the show that said they were working, so that's good. You saw that uh, CBS All Access is now going to be rolled over into Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, I saw it, whatever it, whenever I'm on streaming, it's an hour trying to explain <laughs> it to my mother. Yeah, we were just talking yeah. about that, yeah. and, and, and we, we are certain, Adam, that we're paying for some channels like three times and don't realize yes! Yeah. Yes. I, it's like when I get, the, I, I just, I just had a meeting with my, with, with my accountant. and go, what is that? He goes, you bought an app. I go, for what? <laughs> you can manage your money. I go, it ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you're right. Explain trying to explain it to, uh, you know, one of your, your, your parent, which I've tried to do that with, with my mom and my sister. And I'm just like, yeah, uh, it, it's, it's impossible. It's it's this. What channel? No, right. it's not on a channel. Right, right, right. I had to buy the fire stick from some Amazon so she could watch the Outlander because she likes Outlander. Right. So, yeah. So right. I had to do that. And even the podcast, I have to send her a separate thing because she can't. I got her an iPad, <laughs> which was the worst thing I could have done because now the chain letters she used to mail me, she now emails me. Ah. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I ended up getting my my mom a thing that's called a grandpad, Adam, and it's it's essentially a dumbed down iPad with just big, really easy to use buttons. So if it ever becomes a real problem, you should look into that for your mom. That oh, it's like it's like those phones with the yes. big numbers on the, the, j- the jitterbugs, and just it only it only gives you basic functions, uh, ones that they will only use, as opposed to you know limitless stuff that you can get on an iPad. Yeah, I love. I, I, I love those commercials for the phones where you see the guy that and you know that is ninety years old and and it and it, it allows me to to get electronic mail. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. God bless you. Well, she, they're all. She, my mom is still sequestered out in the in the community. Oh, is she? Oh, yeah, she's got one of those. Uh, she's got one of those fifty-five and over ones with the guard. Yep. The guard is ninety. <laughs> Come on, how secure do you feel knowing Orville Redenbacher has the left hand? <laughs> but every time I drive out there, the guy's like, halt. I'm like, really, Larry? It's me. I mean, when he's, oh he calls your mother kid, you know, that's a, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a yeah. bad sign. So, so what do they do? In, in, like, we, we know, obviously, in, in medical facilities and retirement homes, but in a retirement village, uh, I haven't even thought about, you know, do they do those, like in, in Boca Raton, do they do they go into, yeah, have, have they been in complete stasis? Well, they don't, yeah, they don't. My mom, well, first of all, driving at night, those were the days. Yeah. You know, so she, doesn't, she doesn't go that, uh, you know, go with that 
anywhere that much. And when she does, you know, she has one of her friends drive her. They all wear the mask. But she doesn't leave the house because, you know, she's got – she said, you know, because I can't take a chance. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. like the, the hip went bad. She's got to get a shot for the eyes. The back hurts. It's it, it's like it's like an old – you know how hard it is to find parts for a 49 Italian? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just don't so, make them anymore. Yeah. They don't make them anymore. Yeah. So she's got – you know, she's got to weigh what she can do and what she and, – and with the weather now, with the snow, she can't walk – you know, she doesn't want to walk anywhere. So it's she's there. I call every day, guys. I call. I get up in the morning because I'm in L.A., so she's three hours ahead. I make the coffee. The coffee comes down. I put her on speaker. I go, Ma, I love you. And that's the end of my participation. In <laughs> <laughs> You've done your work. Yeah. The rest of it comes from Ma. She just goes. I, I put her on the head. I, you got to hum. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I just do stuff. I'm like, I'll do the laundry. Uh-huh. I Last week, I cut the whole lawn with her in the headphones. She had no idea. <laughs> Just put it on mute. That's how you do it. Ass. Yeah. I love it, man. Well, we're all making do, brother. All right. Well, listen, Adam, we'll send people in the direction of Helium Comedy Club, 8 o'clock tonight, and then tomorrow, 7, 15, 9, 30. Uh, the Saturday, 7, 15 show is sold out, which means I'm sure the 9, 30 show will probably sell out. So get your tickets now, which Wait. you can do at heliumcomedy.com. And to get your podcast, where should people go? Oh, they can go wherever they get their okay. podcast called the Adam Farr Podcast. 30 minutes, you'll never get back. Uh, yeah. I appreciate the love and support, and I want to laugh with you guys in studio soon. God bless you. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Thanks. Adam Ferrara, guys. He's the best. Yeah. And uh, you can you make sure you don't miss him. Because who knows when the next time is we'll see him. Um, by the way, speaking of seeing things, I saw earlier this morning. Are you the observer? No, but I, <laughs> I'm the seer. I saw myself. As a female. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Do we finally have the results? Kathy took her... What's the app called that you use, Kathy? Um, well, let's get this clear. I don't use it. I just try well, it to yeah, see what we would look like. Fun. Uh, face app. Okay, face app. And Kathy's friend said, said that, they, you know, there's some apps that you can use to... Obviously, you can use filters to improve the way <laughs> photos sure. look. In fact, but, virtually everyone is. But this one specifically uh, goes for facial features and changing uh, facial highlights and things like that without being way too obvious to where you can, you know, you can see where the skin is smoothed out and everything. And so Kathy did three different versions <laughs> of me... Uh, one is, I, I don't, what's that first one? So the first one is really just like a, um, I forget what they call it, but it just, uh, kind of smooths out your skin. I think it actually, I think it's called smooth. So it smooths out the lines, the a lines, bit. like yeah. it just kind of makes it, you know, when you see people's pictures and they have like not one wrinkle and everything is just perfect on their face. So it yep. sort of was just that. All right. And then she did one that made me younger Yeah, and gave, made me. I almost look like Kit Harrington or you know John <laughs> Snow from uh, from Game of Thrones. Thrones? Uh, I don't hate this. Yeah, <laughs> I don't hate. Could that you at see all. yourself becoming addicted to it? I, I, the first out thing baby. I said to Kathy is, "What do I need to do to make myself <laughs> look like that?" And it speaks exactly what you were talking about earlier. Steve. Yeah, people that are taking these filters and using them, and eventually going to the plastic surgeon and saying, "How do can I, you do yeah. this for me?" <laughs> because I for the first time in my life I look I think I'm good looking in that picture. Can I see the? Uh, you have the picture? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, uh, so, yeah. And so it 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 smoothed a couple things out, but oddly enough, it kept my nose the same. It made my beard dark again. It's not it's not white any longer, which I was looking at some some uh, um, 
uh, dies the other day just for fun because I saw an ad pop up. Is this you as a woman? That, and then that's me as a woman. Steve, you're pretty hot. I'm pretty cute. You're a redhead. Yeah. I made you a yeah. redhead. I Thank you, you like redhead. for making me a redhead, by the way. Let me see, Kath. Added some lipstick and... Uh, oh, that's disturbing. I, isn't it, though? <laughs> I'd F me. Are, they, are these, are these I'd posted? I'd F me so hard. <laughs> they are not posted. Marissa. Can you send them to Marissa so she can put them out so people can see them? Yeah, you know what? I'll I'll forward this to did, uh, Marissa right did now. Did you save the one, Kathy, where he looks like a, like a Silicon Valley uh, code writer? I mean, he had the, he had the, he really looked like a uh, what, which one? Like a there was the first one you did. He had a re- he had really pinched features. No, you, you might have uh, gotten right, rid of right, it. Yeah, right. yeah. So there's tons of different things you can do with that app, right? As far as uh, yeah, so um, you can. So Preston had glasses on, uh, and, and it then, took them away, right? Yeah, and then I could. So when I made him a girl and younger, I took the glasses away. Uh, but you can you can add glasses if if you want, and they, it lo- it looks pretty good. Like the glasses, anyway. It looks real. What's the yeah. name of the app? Face app. And it's not free, right? Uh, it is free, but there's updates. So of Preston course. mentioned his nose. I couldn't make his nose smaller because I don't have the update. <laughs> and I've always hated my nose. I've been a little self-conscious yeah. of it. But on the younger, you know, Jon Snow looking me, it works. <laughs> and on the girl, it works, too. I mean, she's got kind of a schnoz, but... Uh, you chuck her one. I chuck her one. <laughs> How did you do it without the beard? Wait a second. Would you bang yourself? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Looking like this. Look at me. Yeah, I'm beautiful. I'm gorgeous. So I have Reface, but I don't have... Um, it, what is, which one is it, Kathy? A face app. And, and face app, all face editor, is that it? No, it's just called face app. No, they, they're such bastards. Okay. They put Facebook up. Oh, really? Right, well, they, they want to distract you because they, they think you're going to you know be a sucker. I'm, all right. Did you guys see... Well, I know I showed Preston, but Steve, did you see the one of me? You look like a mannequin. Yeah, I look like a Barbie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. By the way, so here's the deal. I would let, if I were female me in this picture, I would let Jon Snow me do me. Yeah. And probably have me in ways <laughs> that I normally wouldn't do uh, in the bedroom. You would probably watch, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then, yeah, normal me would watch the two of me getting it on. And yeah. That's, why that's would... some Black Mirror stuff right it there. It is, Totally. <laughs> Casey's playing around with this app. Yeah, so when I go to... you make to, yourself female? Yeah, but it, it kept the beard. How I, did you get rid of the beard? There's a specific uh, icon for beard. So you have to... You, have you, to t- you can take it away. Oh, uh, okay. So, oh, so you're a bearded lady in one case? He is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, all right. Oh, but I'm, uh, I'm not a pro, and I'm sure as hell not going to pay for pro. Do you need... No, well, you, you, you don't shouldn't need pro. To. I, took it, I took Preston's away. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I don't so know how to do this. Uh, well, that's interesting. <laughs> um, that's It's kind of... It's kind of throwing me off a little bit. It's it, you only wish you looked that good. I know. Now, do you think honestly? Do you think? And it gave me teeth too. I didn't have teeth, so, so you I didn't, didn't smile. He didn't smile, and in one of them, I made him smile, and it actually gives him like a little bit. The lips are a little bigger, and it gives him teeth. So did you, did you guys see my? Uh, I, I did the the face swap for the uh, for Pretty Woman with me as Julie Roberts. Oh my no. god. Disturbing. <laughs> so what they do is they add in. They will. Um, I have a slight smile. They added in Julia Roberts size teeth. Where did you post that, Steve? Uh, it's on my Twitter, and it's uh, yeah. Oh, check out my god. Twitter. Are you watching? Oh yes. my god! It's her singing in the tub. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I just made myself fatter. Uh, it, I was going to say you look. Uh, yeah. You look, you look like you six months ago. <laughs> yeah. I look good as a as a hooker, right? 
You're a hooker with a heart of gold. I'm a hooker with a heart of gold. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Uh, uh, you have nice teeth. <laughs> yeah, I have Julia Roberts' teeth. Yeah, exactly. Instead of my crappy oh my Irish God. teeth. Oh, my God. It's a montage of scenes. That's horrible, dude. No. You're no. an ugly woman. No. I'm not a pretty woman? No, I'm sorry. They renamed it. Oh, not so man. pretty woman. Oh, not... <laughs> not a pretty woman. Not so pretty woman? <laughs> uh, speaking of apps, while we're playing around with this, I did see this article this morning uh, that there's a brand new dating app. It's called Snack. Let's have Snack. Let's mm-hmm. have Snacks, guys. Um, it's uh, looking to appeal to Gen Z. Uh, the app allows users to upload only videos of themselves to their profiles instead of uploading pictures. That might be a little bit more honest, don't you think? I think so, yeah. I mean, because how often do you see a video other than the one we're watching right now, Steve, is Julia Roberts? <laughs> uh, you would bang me. No, you wouldn't. Um, that That is um, as flattering as doctored photos go. I mean, so so it's it's harder, I would think, <laughs> to, to grab video that... that Makes you appear what you not normally are. You know what I mean? Because that's the fear of, of dating and, and seeing uh, photos. Well, <laughs> you need to take this off the screen. And They're just, it's the mesmerizing. Yeah. I would say this, uh, Preston. Is the norm now that everyone is, it's so common that everyone's adjusting things. Yeah, but when you meet eventually face to face, it doesn't look like it's a letdown. I know, you know? I know. It can't be the norm unless you really prepare yourself. Okay, they're not going to look anything like they do in the in the profile fo- uh, I wa- picture. So yeah. I, have, yeah, I have a friend who um, we don't get to see her all that often, but um, we're like, God, she looks great. You know, she yeah. she really looks good. Like, good for her. And then we <laughs> saw her in person. Now, mind you, she does look great. Right. But we were like, oh. She does have wrinkles. Like right. she looked, she has aged like the rest of us. Like we were like, God, she is like not even aging. Well, that's why you, you actually, you actually, and it's what people are saying and and psychologists are saying. You're actually sort of uh, laying the groundwork for body dysmorphia and and oh, and, I, and for yeah. these 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 things that people are suffering with. Because why don't I look like that? Well, we were kind of happy when we saw her. We were like, oh, yeah. thank God, she's, she's got wrinkles. Yeah, no, yeah. she wasn't. That's yeah, yeah. She just had aged just like the rest of us. But she was very good in her posts yeah. and taking away the wrinkles and not making it look like a filter or anything was used. Right. My friend Narayan, excuse me, you guys know him, and uh, he invented an app, and it's called Twirl. And it's like, uh, you know, you're spinning around. And the entire point of it is that it's the anti-Twitter, it's the anti-Facebook, uh, anti-Instagram. And it's, it's Preston is exactly this. Uh, the one you're describing, the Snack app, is designed for Gen Z people. But Twirl is designed for professionals. But but it's a video app. And it's you talk about what you did at work today. You talk about issues that matter to you. You post them. And then you can interact with people. And it's he's had some success with it. Um, so I'm happy to give it a plug. Is, it's, it, it's, is it a dating app? Uh, it's it's a social media app. But okay. people can, it, like any social media app it can be applied to dating and so people can use it but they can also use it for professional purposes okay but twirl. It's, it's called twirl and uh, it's really cool i'm on it it's fun yeah i wonder how long it'll last in being in, in having integrity you know what i mean because it's a great question it seems like most things start off with great intentions and then they morph into something and then else. it becomes not swirl necessar- and not necessarily yeah. it becomes swirl <laughs> yeah. and not necessarily be, be at the um uh, uh, as the as a product of the creator, either right. these things can take on this bizarre. And if you ever saw the the social dilemma, yeah, the people that were the the the, the original formers of 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 uh, uh, Twitter and Facebook, or you know, they didn't they didn't invent it, uh, but they were some of the people that that helped get it where it is. 
and it all of a sudden went in a direction they had not any intention that it went in, and it's very strange. I think there's there's no question that where we stand right now with a lot of this social media is the stuff that used to be of science fiction. Oh, it'll never get that bad. It'll never right. get that bad. And it is. Yeah. It is. So this app, Snack, is uh, when, when a match is made, uh, a, a match is made when two users uh, like each other's videos, at which point they'll be able to direct message each other. Uh, the it's a free app, by the way, and it seems like it's uh, really trying to appeal to those who love TikTok, and is also prompting users to show your fun side, your serious side, your likes, your dislikes. Show who you really are. And speaking of TikTok, I think YouTube is going to try um, their own version of TikTok. Yeah, they are. I had the story here that they're they're going to do like a short video format of some type. So. That is supposed to appeal to TikTokers. Did TikTok effectively wipe out Vine? Yeah, well, Vine died. Right. And then TikTok was originally that uh, Musical.ly app. Right. And yes. then it evolved into TikTok. But um, a lot of people that loved Vine uh, love TikTok for the same reasons. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, and it, it's so freaky. You know what drives me crazy? We were talking about this the other day. Instagram needs to knock it off with the proprietary. Allow a allow a um, laptop, computer, desktop version of the app that allows you to. I know. To, uh, at this point, knock it off. I know. I can't stand it. I. I there are times when I and and you know what? There's a reverse on that too. Uh, there are other apps that are better on your laptop than they are on your phone, even though it's more convenient to use your phone. And, like, Spotify is one of them. Yeah, yeah. You, you have much more control using the laptop versus the uh, the handheld, yet I would think that most of the time you would actually want to use the app for, like, music listening purposes would be when you're using your mobile device. That's what yeah. I think, yeah. So it's weird. And Audible's the same way, too. Yeah. Their yeah. website is – there's so much more you can do on there – as opposed to on your uh, on your phone, I found out you could actually send books as gifts. Yeah, I never knew you could do that. Yeah, yeah, and add things. And, and I remember was adding stuff to my wish list, and then I realized, hey, wait a minute, I can't access my wish list from my phone, and now I have to go over to the laptop. So you're right; they need to they need to all encompass for all of these devices if they can. Yeah, between the the mobile and the and the the desktop. Uh, did you know that there's a, there's a felching forum on Pornhub? No, <laughs> that I you can get know. to on on the Before. laptop, but you can't on the. <laughs> Come you, on. you finally found you finally that. found it. Wow. You finally uh, found the fun- felching forum. I finally forum? found the felching forum. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous on Facebook. <laughs> F you. <laughs> uh, by the way, um, YouTube Shorts is what they okay. are working I'm on. I'm wearing them right now. It's a uh, beta <laughs> version uh, that they're doing, and the short-form video platform will be rolling out in early March. It will allow users to record, edit, and share clips that are 15 seconds in length uh, solely from the YouTube app on their mobile devices. And like TikTok, the beta version of Shorts gives users the ability to string multiple clips together up to 60 seconds, add segments of uh, music to videos, as well as uh, to explore other features that allow for customization. So on TikTok, when you have a longer video, those are shorter videos strung together, or can you? Can you? You got me, dude. I haven't. I, I TikTok hasn't grabbed me. I posted once. I but I I check it fairly often. My kids are on all yeah. the time. Yeah, oh. mine are too. I love it. Do you? Yeah. What do you use it for? It just, like the just videos, the funny, yeah. yeah. Like it's be- to me, it's better scrolling through if you're bored, scrolling through TikTok. I agree. Than Instagram or Facebook. I, or I end up with a lot of wingsuit videos, the things that you like. 
you end up getting more and more of. Yeah. So, yeah, you because know, obviously they want, they, you know, that's the algorithm. That's how they do the mind control eventually. Right. But the, uh, um, so you end up with stuff that you sort of liked before. So weird things. I get a lot of cat and stuff, I, as you imagine. I guess I don't, I guess it's who I'm watching and yeah. who I'm following and all of that. But everything that I watch are like funny videos. Yeah, so yeah. Instead of like, I don't know, getting depressed, going right. through like another. You're enjoying social... yourself. Yeah. That's cool. Well, it can really inspire creativity too. I mean, you know, my, my son does these basketball videos on TikTok and they find audiences. It's impressive to see how creative he can be just with like straight up video editing. Yeah. Uh, yeah here's the Chihuahua dancing down the hall. That's a good one too. I love that. Uh, by the way, YouTube also plans to roll out additional creation features in the coming months for the YouTube shorts, by the way. Um, so, oh. We have an announcement. Breaking, breaking what? News, what? And I'm always the last to know. There is now a Preston and Steve TikTok account. Oh! Yeah. So, yay! Have we have we posted anything, Marissa, on our TikTok account? We have? Yeah, there's a... You can find some Daily Rush videos up there, um, plus some behind-the-scenes videos. Um, interns are running it, so they're okay. really good at it. All right, excellent. Thank you, Marissa. All right, and with that note... With that breaking news, we will take a break. And when we'll come back in a moment, we will get into the bizarre file. Those stories are just for you, my friends, so make sure you stay with us. Stream MMR wherever you are. On WMMR.com, our mobile app on your smart speaker, and at radio.com. All right, round number two. Here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre File. All right, uh, most people are taught not to play with fire at a young age, but a couple found out that candles can be dangerous even when used properly. Hillary Cohen had a little candle in her bedroom on Saturday night. She had lit it, and apparently the whole thing blew up. She said, I didn't know what to do. Both the candle and its glass container began burning uncontrollably. Now, Cohen began screaming for her partner, Dan, to bring some water. He said, when I came running up with a pitcher full of water, I saw the flames rushing up from the glass. Uh, they were three or four inches above the glass of the container. But when the water turned, actually, when he used the water, it turned out to be a bad idea. He said, when I put the water over the glass container, I saw a huge fireball. And once we, saw, once we saw that, an explosion. And I said, oh, my God, our building's just going to blow up. The parents searched for their dog and began getting ready to leave the house. Fortunately, the fire didn't spread, though they were left with a large amount of soot and wax to clean up. Now, firefighters don't recommend pouring water to put out a lit candle. Uh, rather, they say it should be covered, similar to how kitchen fires are extinguished. I had never heard of this before. No. So if it's in, like, a, a glass, yeah, you know what I mean? That type of candle. You cover it, yeah, you cover it with a, uh, something to suppress the oxygen. But apparently, putting water in that can have the reverse effect. I don't know how. I've heard stories about candles going up and exploding, and, and uh, yeah, I, we used to do them all the time, and now we never do them. And government statistics show that uh, Cohen and uh, her partner didn't have a unique situation. There are an average, uh, this is in Canada, by the way, 800 candle-related fires in Canada every year. And some candles have been subject to recall due to the surface of the wax igniting. Candle makers recommend that the wick be trimmed to no more than a quarter inch before use. Wow. Uh, We were just talking about TikTok a moment ago. A trend going around... Uh, TikTok asks people to share the dumbest tattoo that you've ever gotten. <laughs> and a Kentucky woman has completely taken the cake. Leah Holland had wanted to get this specific tattoo for two years before she finally did it. 
She said, basically, I had a friend that said this quote about me. We were just talking about things that we really admire about each of the other person. And he said, you know, you courageously and radically refuse to wear a mask. She said that she he said that she's the type of person who thinks that it's pointless to pretend that you're something you're not. Right. So she liked the quote enough to get it tattooed. She got it done March 4th of last year. Oh, no. <laughs> Two days later, Kentucky announced its first case of COVID-19. Uh, so oh, it says, I courageously and radically refused to wear a mask. She said, at first it seemed okay. Then things got weird. I assumed that we would <laughs> probably have to wear masks and stuff. But I didn't think that the whole anti-maskers thing were going to be such a thing. And uh, to be clear, Holland herself is not an anti-masker. Uh, but she was so worried about people thinking that she was that uh, she spent. She said, "I spent the entire summer wearing cardigans so that uh, could not be misconstrued." Uh, for most of the summer, I was mortified. She said, "When she saw the TikTok trend, she knew that she had to participate." Her mother, who Holland said generally doesn't like her tattoos, has also enjoyed reading the comments. Her mom even once posted a photo of Holland in a mask with her tattoo as a joke calling her a hypocrite, and then quickly had to explain to people that it was just for laughs. Uh, while Holland said the timing of her tattoo is very unfortunate, she finds it hilarious now. Yeah. yeah. I follow a handle on Instagram. It's called Sucky Tattoos, and some of them are just staggering. Stag- and just yeah. laugh out loud hilarious. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, recreational marijuana flying off the shelves, and one Mesa dispensary will give some for free if you rescue a dog woman named Rachel Nelson started Pups and Pre-Rolls. She said, I really promote getting dogs getting adopted from the shelters. Uh, Well, Territory Dispensary partnered with Desert Trails and Nectar Farms for an adoption event at their location. And if you you adopt a dog, you get five pre-rolled joints. There you go. So they're trading it off. Puppies go for about $280 and uh, the dogs for $130. But Nelson said... Uh, the high times with her rescues are priceless. She said, makes your heart warm. Uh, she hopes that you come to their adoption event, even if you're not a friend to the flower. Uh, the adoption event uh, was actually this past Saturday, I believe, so I'm curious how well it went. She was trading out five joints per dog. So what would five joints go for? I don't know. I'm yeah, not yeah. sure what they what they sell them in the dispensaries for. I'm not sure uh, how expensive they are, but uh, nonetheless. How about keys for canines? You can get some weed. Get a, the whole key. <laughs> Uh, sheriffs, the sheriff's office is investigating a shooting at the Jefferson Gun Outlet. Uh, three people are dead, and two people were taken to the area hospitals and were considered to be stable at the time of this uh, so that this story came out. Uh, at around 2.50 p.m., deputies responded to the shooting. Deputies found several victims suffering from gunshot wounds. Sources said that a man entered the gun outlet with a loaded gun unholstered. The man got into an argument with a clerk who told him that he should not have a loaded gun until he got inside the range. Well, shots were fired during the argument when at least two customers on the range engaged the man. So you got all these people Shoot with guns yeah, inside yeah, yeah. shooting at each other. Uh, the man was shot, but he also fired back at two of the customers who were also injured. It appears a suspect shot two victims inside the location. Jeez. Then was engaged by the two other customers and shot outside the location by multiple other individuals. So the shooting went outside as well. The suspect is one of the deceased. Uh, there's no additional information at the time that I read that article. 
A woman is captured the moment that her mother fell through her ceiling <laughs> as she was practicing her singing ahead of her college auditions. This is great. The teenager who had just moved to New York to study music theater was filming a warm-up routine at her home. She didn't expect her mother to come crashing through her ceiling after slipping on her flip-flops while searching for luggage in the attic. <laughs> Posting the clip to TikTok, she wrote, Live footage of my mom telling me to break a leg. The short clip shows Liz, whose username is Liz Jism, uh, or Liz J-I-S-M, I'm assuming. Uh, I like Liz Jism. I like Liz Jizz. I think it'd be great. Yeah, Liz Jizz. Uh, Singing along to a piece of music before dramatically ducking when a piece of the ceiling in the corner of the room collapsed behind her. As she turned around, she shouted, oh my God, as her mother's leg was dangling down into the room. I I think we have, do we have audio? I thought I sent it over. I'm not sure. In a follow-up video, Liz revealed that her mother didn't even get a bruise and the hole was still in the ceiling (laughs) after an attempt to repair it with duct tape had failed. Uh, Liz had said that there were wooden beams in the attic where her mother should have stepped, but she tripped on her little silver (laughs) flip-flops and fell through the ceiling. I love stuff like this. I do too, man. They're they're, they're my favorite when somebody comes flying through the ceiling. Any uh, anything case? I'm looking for it. When did, was it today or uh, like 2 days ago I think? Okay. Yeah. Let me all just right. check here. Uh so anyhow, that's all that I have for you in uh, the bizarre file. We'll see if that uh comes up from a couple of days ago. Um I'm having a hard time finding that. No problem. Uh, all sure good. we can download it. Uh not Marissa resend it so let me All right, there the we go. Top right. of the page here. Oh jeez. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Sorry. Click, 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 Here we click, go. Click. We got One it. One at a time. All yeah. right, this is it. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> 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 That's the best. All right, with that note, we're going to take a break and come back in a second. We got stuff to give away, a $100 Visa gift card. I promise. Yes. This time. We're no, giving I that away. I said it incorrectly yeah. earlier this morning, but we will give it away for the lesson question from today's show. That and more coming up. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Thursday morning. God, I'm so excited for Friday already. Yes, absolutely. Yes, it's uh, and, and the weather I think is helping me anticipate. Even though it's going to rain this weekend, but just these last couple of warmer days kind of get you in that. I need some time to just chill out. It mode. does. Uh, but uh, it's going to be warm this weekend still. Just some rain expected on Saturday. Heads up Saturday and Sunday. And the rain will help clear out some of the snow. And yeah. Maybe you'll see things like your lawn. That'd be nice. Yeah. We're going to do the lesson question today, and we are going to give away, what are we going to give away? A $100 Visa gift card. Uh, here's the question. If Steve ever starred as Julia Roberts in a movie about a hooker with a heart of gold, what would the name of that movie be? <laughs> this is just a few minutes ago. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're just handing this to you. 215-263-WMMR. Steve, Steve ever starred as Julia Roberts in a movie about a hooker with a heart of gold. What would be the name of that movie? 215-263-WMMR. Let's do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, we'll get some stories while we're waiting for your call. Steve, what's going on this morning? Well, Tiger Woods' former mistress, Rachel Yucatel, telling E! Entertainment that she was completely shocked to hear of the golfing greats' car accident. You could tell, says Woods is an incredibly skilled driver and once completed Mulholland Drive with her sitting on his face. Wow. 
So he shouldn't have gotten into the accident. Stevie Wonder telling Oprah Winfrey during an interview that he is moving to Ghana to protect his family. Wonder is sticking to his plans, even though he later found out he'd been talking to Maury Povich. (laughs) my God. And finally, the Masked Singer is getting a big makeover for season five with the addition of a wild card vote, which will allow judges to save contestants on the chopping block. Host Nick Cannon says a wild card for season four could have saved audience favorites Buttplug and the Merkin. (laughs) That's your Hollywood trip. All right. Thanks, Steve. We're going to go to the phones and see if we can get an answer to this question. Uh, If Steve were to ever star Julia Roberts in a movie about a hooker with a heart of gold, what would the name of that movie be? Let's go to Holly. Good morning, Holly. What's up, Pud? Yo, Pud. (laughs) All right. What would the name of that movie be, Holly? It would be Not So Pretty Woman. Oh, you got it right. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on a second, Holly. We are going to give you a $100 Visa gift card. And in the second episode of the all-new epic series, Superman and Lois, Clark Kent and Lois face their biggest challenge yet, uh, which is parenting two sons in today's world. Catch Superman and Lois in this regular time slot, which is Tuesday at 9 p.m., and that is only on the CW Philly. Let's do music news. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. I did it again. Oh, here it is. Oh, there. Thought I misplaced uh, my music news. But I have it. We're going to start with Dave Grohl. He and his mom, Virginia, are going to host the new docuseries from Cradle to Stage when Paramount Plus launches next month. We were talking about Paramount Plus earlier this morning. Is that based on her book? Uh, it is, yeah. yes. So it's uh, that book came out in 2017, uh, and it's uh, Cradle to Stage stories from mothers who rocked and raised rock stars. And each episode of the six-part series, directed by Dave, will tell the stories of the relationships between successful musicians and their moms. I will watch this in a heartbeat, as long yeah. as it's, you know, the musicians who I have a little stake in. But uh, the series was announced at the Paramount Plus launch event yesterday, and the streamer will also air new episodes of former MTV and VH1 programs, such as Unplugged, Yo! MTV Raps, and Behind the Music. Oh, God, that's yeah. how I've been hoping. Yeah. I love that series. It was The great. problem was, at a certain point, Preston... They'd gone through a lot of them. They did. And they were going off into ones that were like, ah. Yep, yep. The same thing happened with, um, there was a, a short series called, I think it was like Bringing Back the Band or Putting the yeah, Band Back yeah. Together. I dug that series, that was too. was fun, but they, but they ran out of bands that were actually broken up that had hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, but, but fun stuff like that, I'd go back and watch. I'd even go back and watch the really old Real World and Road Rules. The, the originals, that yeah. I grew up and got sure, a kick out of it sure. and see how they look to me now, you know? Hey, when did they do the I Love the 80s and then they did I Love the 90s, right? VH1. Um, man, they, they did the I Love the 80s, I would imagine, around 2000, What right? about pop-up videos? And that stuff, too, man. Yeah, because oh, I'm a... wondering when they can go back to that. Not for 80s and 90s, but the I, love the, I love the 2000s. Yeah. They actually Good do. There, there's some other channels rip it off. Yeah. And you'll see there. They'll, they'll do it. Uh, you know, but... It, you got to get the right commentators. I think so. And a lot of them don't have the right commentators. Rob Zombie and his wife, Sherry Moon Zombie, have launched an animated video series entitled Zombie Interviews Zombie. Uh, and it during the first episode, the couple talked about how Robert came up with the title for his album, 
And Robert, that's interesting. Rob came up with the title of his album, uh, The Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse Conspiracy. That's what he hears when he hasn't taken the garbage out. He said, I guess seriously, I like to try and think of an album title that you've never heard before, even though it's probably one that you can't remember. Because nothing bothers me more than when I see the same title on multiple records. Like, come on, man. There's a lot of words out there. and There are words. I don't just string crazy stuff together even though it sounds like it. Well, maybe I do. But I don't spend a long time on the title and it changes constantly. He said, like, as I'm recording, when I first started the record, I don't know uh, what anything is going to be called. I don't know what, what it's going to sound like. And then as the record starts forming, I start coming up with multiple titles or ideas for titles. And then by the time the record's done, I usually have what I think might be the title. Uh, the Lunar Injection Kool-Aid uh, Eclipse Conspiracy <laughs> will be out on March 12th. And you can see uh, a track listing of that online. We mentioned this earlier this morning. Federal prosecutors dropped their charges accusing Bruce Springsteen of operating a vehicle under the influence and driving recklessly, uh, which was last November at uh, New Jersey's Sandy Hook National Recreation Area. The boss pleaded guilty on Wednesday to charges that he imbibed alcohol despite knowing that it was prohibited. Uh, Bruce appeared in a virtual appearance in New Jersey federal court, admitting I had two small shots of tequila. Uh, U.S. Attorney Adam Baker dropped charge... Uh, Dropped the charge stating the government would not be able to prove their case. That's awful kind of you. Uh, Baker told the court the evidence we reviewed indicates that after the defendant's arrest, he submitted to a breath test at the ranger station, and his BAC reading was .02, which, as the court is aware, is well under the legal limit of .08. So he is going to be just fine. On April 16th, Duff McKagan will release, release The Living 1982, a seven-track set of 1982 tracks by his pre-Guns N' Roses band called The Living. Uh, is it The Living or The Living Will? It says The Living, comma, Will. So anyway. Well, okay, then it's just The Living. I, th- I think it might be a... Uh, or the li- um, Is it the, is it the, a could be The Living Will? I, I think it's just The Living. See this case? Yeah, uh, the bl- the living will with the flag and the band that predates Guns N' Roses. Rolling Stone reported the Seattle-based band, which uh, McKagan joined when he was 17, was a staple of the city's punk scene, featuring McKagan on guitar, singer John Conti, bassist Todd Fleischman, and drummer Greg Gilmore. Fleischman. Uh, uh, the album will be released digitally and on three different color variants of vinyl via Pearl Jam guitarist Stone Gossard's label, Loose Groove. Uh, drummer Greg Gilmore played Gossard and fellow Pearl Jam bandmate Jeff, uh, Jeff Ament in Mother Love, <coughs> or he played in Mother Love Bone. Uh, Duff McKagan said in a statement, Would this even ever get out of our basement? We had something magical then, and it was ours. So who gives an F? Stone Gossard said, it doesn't matter what year this music was recorded because it is undeniable. But the fact that Duff, Greg, Todd, and John created these fully realized songs in 1982 gives credence to the idea that this band, The Living, are ground zero for the Seattle sound. I did not know that Duff McKagan had a lineage in that whole Seattle sound. Yeah, he's been buddies with them for a really long time. It's funny when you go back like to the pre-Pearl Jam stuff and the pre-GNR stuff, because it's worth listening to. Uh, it's just not great. And the reason why it never has seen the light of day until those other bands got big is because it just it, it predates really good music. And and uh, it's not a slam on them. It's just it's really raw. You know, they just haven't developed as musicians yet. But it's wild that, that uh, you know, this guy was a drummer for Mother Love Bone. Yeah. 
And Duff McKagan was in a band with him. That whole scene is really fascinating, and, and I, I've recommended it before, but the PJ20 documentary about uh, Pearl Jam is really about the Seattle scene, and it's uh, it was the documentary that came out about 10 years ago about Pearl Jam and, and their 20 years, but it chronicles a lot of this stuff, Preston. It's Mother Love Bone, it's Seattle, it, it talks about Duff, and and this whole pre, uh, pre-Pearl Jam, pre-Nirvana, pre-Mud Honey, mm-hmm. Allison Chain, Soundgarden, all of that. So April 16th is when that'll be up. Coldplay had nothing but love for BTS after the K-pop group covered their 2005 hit Fix You uh, during Tuesday night's MTV Unplugged. We're going to play a, a clip of it here. Uh, the British group tweeted their praise for the septet in both English and Korean on Wednesday. Coldplay included a link to the special writing Beautiful in Korean and Love in English and signed it uh, with all the band mem- members' initials. So here's a little bit of that. Jungkook, all your worlds are coming together. <laughs> yeah, man. Lighting. Jungkook's my man. Who's that? Uh, one of the band members. Oh. Jungkook. <laughs> John Jungkook? Yeah, that's, that's uh, I believe how it's pronounced. It's just even spelled. Okay. But he, he's my man. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. BTS said they, they chose Cover Fix You because it gave us comfort, so we wanted to prepare this cover to comfort you as well. Mm. Oh, I'm Look, trying not to hate on this. Those boys are <laughs> wonderful. I'm really trying. But look at the lighting. Like It's, it's so posed. Oh, and come on. I know, exactly but it's part of, it it's part of their presentation. No. It's, yeah. it's, no. the, the BTS isn't just you, the music. It's, it's more a lifestyle. <laughs> Steve, how old are they? Uh, early 20s, I'm going to guess. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Yeah, you know, you got to get with All it. Right. BTS Army, man. man. I'm trying not to. I'm, I'm actively trying to be nice. You got to see them dance, man. I, I want to hear where the song really kicks in. Nick, they're no Mumford and Son. No, That's they true. are not. No, they are Do not. Do they, uh, they play instruments, the K-pop guys? Uh, I've seen them mostly. Uh, dance. I think they're just vocal. Yeah. yeah. Vocal and dance. They have nice vocals. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it. That's all I have in music news for you, gang. What? That's it. That's it, man. Sorry, <laughs> Tuna Lady. There's so much Tuna Lady gets petulant. I know. She's, yeah. well, it's getting close to lunchtime. Yeah. Yeah. It's close coming. to Tuna time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Here come the cats. <laughs> you going to Tuna Town? <laughs> tuna yeah. Lady? Yeah. And it's one destination that's never arrived now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take. Sorry, a... this vehicle doesn't go there. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take away. Can I give away one of these? Yeah, sure. Or, or yeah. are we wait, are we waiting for tomorrow? Or no, we're not waiting for tomorrow. Yeah. I, just, I, would, I would just like to give something away. Yeah. Uh, Tom and Jerry Mayhem Prize Pack. Oh, including four passes to see the film in theaters uh, and some other things. So we'll take caller number eleven at two one five two six three WMMR. We'll give you youth T shirts, activity books, and more. And you can check out Tom and Jerry in their first ever live action animated major commotion picture, they're calling it. Uh, Warner Brothers Tom and Jerry is in theaters, 
and streaming on HBO beginning uh, Friday. That's awesome. That would be tomorrow. Yeah. But here's why I think this movie is going to work. They never really talked in that cartoon, so you don't you you don't right. run, you don't run the risk of there being a bad impersonation. You right. know what I'm saying? You're not okay. running that risk. Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll take the 11th caller. We'll set you up. We'll also take a break. We will come back in a moment, and we will get the letter of the day for the word of the week. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Everything that rocks includes cool MMR swag you can wear. Available now in the MMR Rock Shop for guys and gals. All with the MMR attitude you expect. Search the word shop at WMMR.com and get shopping. We were just talking about Dave Grohl. Foo Fighters on MMR. Yeah, he and his mom have that uh, series that's going to be coming out on uh, the Paramount Plus. Yes. New streaming service that you're probably going to pay for in the very Again. near future. Unless you already have CBS All Access. Right. It's going to port over to that from what we understand. But that's what they do. They, they dangle something really cool like the Dave Grohl and Mom series out there for you and say, you can only get it here. Come and get you it. You red bastards. got us. <laughs> Ten forty one, and we're wrapping up our program for the day. And we had a great time with Mister Adam Ferrara. Adam's one of the best. He's a genuine dude. Uh, he loves Philadelphia. He's funny as hell. He brings and the haha. He does. He always brings the haha. And uh, he knows funny. He does. And you can catch him at Helium Comedy Club tonight. And tomorrow and Saturday as well. So go to heliumcomedy.com to get the information. Uh, and that's the only thank you, really, for the day. This is going to be kind of a quick uh, little wrap-up. We're going to do the letter of the day, if you're ready, Case. Yeah, buddy. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by the letter... F, as in five. All right, and we have $500, part of the T-Mobile 5G Fridays, where T-Mobile is giving away 5Gs in the name of speed with the Preston and Steve Show. For another shot at 500 bucks. you can click contest at WMMR.com and enter to win one of five $500 online prizes. T-Mobile is the first to bring 5G speeds to cities and towns across America. Coverage and speed? Who says you can't have it all? T-Mobile, are you with us? And we give that away tomorrow. We do. It's a wonderful thing. Uh, and I guess I'll take this moment to thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and also Salus University. The future of health science. You can visit salus.edu. Uh, tomorrow is going to be a great day because we have some really good guests on the show. Number one, M. Night Shyamalan. Yes! Joining servant. Us, talking about Servant. And old. Yeah, and old. The uh, oh, movie. Yeah, the movie. Yeah. That he went to shoot. You're right. Uh, so we'll spend time with uh, Knight. Uh, Judd Nelson is going to be on the Come show Come on, man. As well, which is really cool. Breakfast Club. And we have Jessica Cartaglia from CBS3 who will be on. She did a little feature on Steve and I that's going to be airing. So we'll talk to her tomorrow. And we'll do all those Friday things that we love to do. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You Help You Line. Hey guys, it's George Lucas here at DCL Metal Polishing in Jackson, New Jersey. I restore antique car parts, grills, trim, bezels, whatever you need in that area. I am a one-man-run shop. Been doing it for 35 years. 
I can be found on Facebook or my website, gtlmetalpolishing.com. Thanks. Next message. Yeah, I'm calling as a surprise to my wife, Stacy, who's a wedding photographer. If things start returning normal and you need one of the area's best wedding photographers, I'd appreciate it if you check her out at Lexus Gold Photography or at Lexus Gold Photo. L-E-X-U-S-G-O-L-D Photo on Instagram. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.